Hey, so, uh, anything happened in wrestling this week? Um, <laughs> yeah, the Pro Wrestling Noah had their N1 final, dude. Let's get into the most important thing that happened in yeah, they sure did. professional wrestling this week. Uh, welcome to Weenie Wrestling, everybody. I'm DJ. I'm here with Brett. You're dying. I'm all right. I got all a little, right. little something in my throat there, but I'm good. Uh, Don't die. So, listen. Uh... Well, are you okay? You all right? How was your week? You good? Everybody okay? I've been fucking off all, all right. week, man. Good. I, uh, still, when, when does the vacation end? Monday. Oh, really? You're back to work on Monday? Mm-hmm. Bummer, brah. Well, we'll see. Are you doing quitting? No. No. No, no, I'm not doing that. Maybe I'll just... Extend your vacation. Have an extended vacation. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Um, I have a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, listen... Every wrestling podcast in the world is going to be talking about the AEW media scrum. Oh, I thought you were going to say um, Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Clash of the Castle. No. Okay. Uh, That's not obnoxiously loud in your microphone. Uh, So... (laughs) Every listen, everybody. It's the biggest news of the week. Everybody's gonna be talking about the scrum, uh, and it, uh, we had this discussion. Us here, we need wrestling. Uh, and listen, Ad Oz with wrestling is gonna be talking about it. On Box Heroes might be talking about it. I don't know that uh, fucking crazy man Joe Sposto. I don't know. That's true. He, uh, he's banned from Twitter. I don't know if he's gonna Dam's be gonna be talking about it. Banned from a podcast. Uh, I don't know who else. I don't know other wrestling podcasts. They're all gonna be talking about it. So we had a discussion before we sat down to record uh, here at We Need Wrestling at We Need Wrestling headquarters, and we decided uh, that we too are going to discuss the AEW uh, media scrum. I thought you were gonna say we're not gonna talk. No, uh, we're also going to be talking about the the, the biggest news in wrestling, uh, arguably this year. Uh, arguably since the beginning of AEW, this is their biggest headline. Um, but do, do we want to talk about it chronologically, or do you want to just start? Because we're going to cover Honestly, Rampage. Let's, let's just get into it. We're going to cover the pay-per-view. Let's just get into okay. it. Okay. Right. I'd rather. All right. I, I just... Uh, so <laughs> why let me, not? Let me, let me set the table. Let me set the proverbial table here. Uh, in case you don't know... <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry, this is like the 19th conversation that you've heard of this this week. Uh, AW has the pay-per-view, which we'll talk about in in a few minutes or longer. <laughs> a few. <laughs> uh, CM Punk joins Tony Khan. CM Punk wins the world title. Joins the, the, the panel, the, the media scrum with Tony Khan, as per every pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, the room is full of air quote wrestling journalists. Uh, and also uh, adorable children with wrestling YouTubes. <laughs> Listen, kid, you got to fucking grow up eventually. Right. Uh, and CM Punk is sitting down and it cuts in early or late. I mean, we don't uh, we don't hear the beginning of this. Yeah. Uh, it sort of just cuts into CM Punk, the beginning of, of what could really only be described as a rant. Uh, a diatribe, perhaps. Sure was. Uh, uh, the the ravings of an unhinged lunatic, I guess it could also fit. Um, and there's a lot of moving parts to this, and they're still moving. Yeah. They're absolutely not The dust moving. is not settled yet. Right. The, the dust is not settled. It's not going to be settled for a long time. Uh, we're going to talk about it here. Uh, and I just want to preface before we get into this, because I don't want to have to repeat this over and over again. Oh, boy. 
Uh, I am in near 100% support of those group of men beating the shit out of each other backstage at an AEW show. That should go without saying. <laughs> I don't want to have to repeat that all the time. No. So just know going into this that I don't give a shit that they fought backstage. <laughs> I don't care if it was anybody, honestly. I don't care. It doesn't matter the parties. I, I, I really don't. Listen, <laughs> uh, my response to this always is Sid Vicious sta- stabbed Arn Anderson with scissors. They still had to work a fucking program. Yeah. Mr. Wonderful stomped Vader's lights out in fucking shower shoes. Like, bat, it is yep. it is a bunch of adrenaline-filled and other things filled men and women. Bret Hart beat up Shawn Michaels right. and ripped his hair out. Right. Like, in a an aggressive field of work, they're gonna be, there's going to be fights. Could you imagine, just and, and real quick, is, right. before we get into this, mm-hmm. because the fucking outrage that has happened over yeah. this. Um could you imagine if, like, Twitter was around when Jacques Rougeau knocked right. out Dynamite Kid's teeth with a roll right. of fucking quarters right. in his fist? Duster. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Let's be fucking serious here, people. Nobody right. fucking nobody's dead. Right. And so the, like, <laughs> and that and that's a really important part of this before we get in the meat potatoes of the of the lunacy. Um Wrestling has always been this way. It it has to be. Uh, there's <laughs> always fight. Chris Jericho fights. Tried to fight Brock Lesnar. He tried to fight Bill Goldberg. Yeah. Uh, you know, Arn Anderson. Uh, fucking Bret Hart knocked out Vince McMahon after the screw job. Like Edge and Booker T. They fought. Right, I mean, right. It always <laughs> it always fucking happens. Right. The difference is is that it hasn't happened to this level since we've had twenty four seven access. Sure. To news updates, right? Yeah. We have, with the internet and social media, which is a whole other conversation about whether it's good or bad or contributes anything actually to society, we are open and have access and, avail- and availability to 24-7 news cycle, people, access to people, celebrities, wrestlers, actors, all that shit, Nonstop. If you're up at 4 a.m., there's somebody fucking tweeting about somebody. Absolutely. And so the fight backstage is nothing. I mean, we just had one two weeks, three weeks ago, whatever it was with with Eddie and Sammy. Uh, that one got nipped in the bud a little earlier, than, and rightfully so. I'm not. I'm not saying that it's that it's right to fight people at your place of business. What I'm saying is some people deserve to get smacked around. This is what it is. Doesn't uh, you and, know? I, do I want to endorse fighting? Uh, honestly, no. Backstage, so, so but I got no problem with it. It's going to happen. I mean, it's tough. I think a lot of people. It was a lot of faux outrage. I right. think it's also a lot of people that have never been in a fucking fight before. Right, and like, uh, and, and Eddie said it best. You know, uh, legally with the Sammy thing, he said legally I was wrong. Sure, that's all you need to know. That's it, right? Uh, and they took their punishments like grown-ups and went about their business and had a fucking banger match on pay-per-view. But uh, so uh, just that that's going to clear the air. I think the bigger thing that people – and people are talking about it. But like the fight backstage – and while it's hilarious, Kenny Omega saves a dog and gets bit by a steel. Uh, the the people thinking the Young Bucks could actually kick down a door. Um, like all that shit. Like, you know, uh, Punk – uh, maybe, maybe didn't knock out a buck. Maybe he did. Maybe the chair did it. We don't know. We may never actually know. You no. I, You're never going to no. know at least one side of it. Punk's never going to openly talk about this because that's not his style. 
Well, <laughs> um, you never know. <laughs> that's what I mean. But if he if he does, it's going to be in another crazy on his rant. But like <laughs> you know, the the bucks are going to be are much more friendly, which is part of the problem with certain journals. So they're going to get their side out there, and that's what it yep. is. Um, but it's it is a whole mess with a lot of moving parts that that will not stop moving for a very long time yet. It's going to be a long time. Punk is injured in the match. He's out six nine months. Uh, not six or nine months, but six to nine months, which I think is a plus to the whole situation. It I think gives, so too. it gives think so time too. for the fire to right. die down a bit. Yes. Time for people to think right. and reflect, and hopefully, right. grow. <laughs> uh, the uh, the Bucks and Kenny are suspended for who knows how long. Yeah, Un- undisclosed until Nakazawa, Christopher Daniels is suspended. Like lots of people per- suspended. Buck. Pretty much, Pat if you Buck. were there in that right. fucking room and you were employed, right, you're done exactly because right because if you weren't involved in the fight, you didn't do enough to break it up. So, but all that being said, I want to talk about the main point of this, the actual press conference itself, all the way through. Not just Punk, because there's a lot of things that Punk did a favor of by you're able to gloss over some of the other shittiness that happened in this media scrum mm-hmm. because Punk set the table and then flipped it. Yeah. <laughs> so flipped it, stomped it, right. you know, <laughs> lit it on fire, took a dump on it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he made he ate it and then shat out his own shit that was made of the other people's shit. Um, so uh, we joined the program and CM Punk is talking about Scott Colton to a journalist, right? And that's where we saw it. It jumps in halfway through, like in the middle of it, and seemingly, as I texted you and Joe, like the it, it looked like the first question off the board was. Are you friends with, like, Casey and Punk? Why were you involved in Scott Colton's sure. release or demotion or whatever? Because that's sort of what Punk is going off about. Now, if you go back and watch the video that's been released since, uh, the first guy gets called up. Punk recognizes him, asks him, uh, didn't you used to do improv? Yeah, like, like aren't you friends with him? Uh, he's like, yeah. didn't you do improv? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I know you. He goes, who'd you used to do improv with? He's like, Scott Colton. And Punk's like, are you friends with Scott Colton? And the guy's like, no, not anymore. He goes, I was. But we don't see eye to eye. And Punk goes on a – starts the diatribe about these wrestling journalists and quotes, how they need to disclose their friendships if they're going to interview wrestlers because they have bias. Uh, And it spirals wildly out of control. Yeah, for man. Twenty four minutes or so, it, it gets pretty heavy. Um, yeah. you know him talking about Colt, yes, and just being like, "I don't talk to him, right? I have nothing to do with him, yes." And like he said, the fact that I have to sit up here in twenty twenty two and defend myself, yeah, from getting another grown man like mm-hmm. demoted or whatever is right. fucking embarrassing, right? And then that's where he goes off about the EVPs, just because right. you they leak. There's shit mm-hmm. to the media, yes. and they try to make up stories to defend their friend. Right. And, you know, then you have <laughs> my favorite line, fucking empty-headed dumb fucks like Hangman hey, Adam Page. Right. So, right there is a really <laughs> interesting point, because he says, it, you know how embarrassing it is for him to have to sit up here and discuss the Cole Cabana stuff. He wasn't asked a question. He wasn't. He no. brought it up. Yeah. And maybe he was anticipating a question. Uh, I don't know that anybody like I, I, I. So I'm not that. I'm not really connected to the IWC. I don't follow any of that shit. Yes, I had no are. idea that was still in the cultural zeitgeist. I knew it was months ago. 
I know there's always whispers, but I didn't think it was enough that people still really gave a shit, right? Well, and the thing that kind of heated it back up was the two weeks ago where people were talking about Punk, uh-huh. you know, going into business against Hangman. Yeah. And then that brought up, again, like, he's unhappy, mm-hmm. and he got Colt demoted, and it yeah. was him that did – that's all his mm-hmm. fault. And a lot of people, like, these journalist guys, whatever, ran with that story. Yeah. Um, you know, which Punk's like, it's not fucking true. Right. Tony Khan has come out and said, nope, that didn't right. happen. And, and I, I'll, I'll defend Punk here because spend half a day – following a wrestling journalist on twitter oh yeah i don't care which one it is pick one yep there's some worse offenders but pick one yeah and you will see tweets like oh my you won't believe the news i just got on cm punk yep (laughs) subscribe to my patreon just subscribe subscribe to my patreon subscribe to this (laughs) members only access right uh, big news, punk unhappy. Read here at this password protected website, right? And they will pick up rumors and they will they will run with headlines in the hopes that they're right. People take it right? as truth, which is right. unfortunate. Because if you run something on a Tuesday night and it ends up not coming true, you just wipe it. Let's go. Nah, I was wrong. But if you run something on a so- Tuesday night. Sources say. Right. <laughs> if you run something on a Tuesday night, and Wednesday morning it's confirmed, you get all the rights to retweet and say, I knew it, I got the news, my sources are the best, Check, you got to subscribe to my shit over this person's shit because I have all the scoops, right? So it's it, – every news uh, – this is also a problem with the internet and what news has become, right? Is It's it's clickbait. It's headlines. Sure, it's hopes. It's hopes that something catches on and goes viral and that you get it over the next guy. So you get the more clicks and the click-throughs and blah, 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 blah. So Punk's complaints about ju- the wrestling journalists, quote-unquote, is almost universally correct. They fucking suck, right? But he wasn't asked about Coca-Cola. <laughs> No, he he, wasn't. he asked the question about Colt Cabana. He did. He's the first person to say Colt Cabana's name. Yeah. So that's an interesting part. Yeah. But the rant doesn't stop there. No, man. Um, like I said, he goes off about you know the EVPs that couldn't manage a fucking target. Right. And there's no confirmation <laughs> that the Bucks have leaked anything to anyone. Do so, I believe that the bus so, leaks shit to their pal yeah. Meltzer? I was going to say so. Absolutely. So here's the problem. Yes. None of the journalists are going to give up who right. the leaks are. Because they stop getting them. Because they stop right. getting them. And you want to be mm-hmm. at that fucking table. Right. Um, cough, Dave Meltzer. Cough. Right. Um, so of course they're going to say, well, they didn't tell me. Right. They have a fucking move named after you. Right. I saw his fucking report of like mm-hmm. uh, this morning where he's like, what Punk was saying wasn't true. Like, yeah. um, Hangman Page, he draws money by himself. Mm-hmm. Dude, you go back to that yeah. fucking pay-per-view that where it was Punk versus MJF and Page versus Cole. Yeah. Who, who, what were you tuning in for? Well, sure. Like, I'm, I'm, uh-huh. it's just, it is what it right. is, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I like Hangman. Uh, a lot of the shit he said about Hangman, uh-huh. I think. He has a valid point. Yeah, I, I, I think he, you know, we're a little. It, it's hard to to break this down 
Literally. Yeah, and I don't want to like go through every single line or anything. But yeah, so the stuff he says about Hangman is interesting because it makes you think about Hangman, right? I like Hangman just fine. I do too. But he is baby elite boy. Like that's, you know, he's their hanger on. He was their job guy. And they did a really good job. And I liked the growth of the character and getting him into the main event position and everything. Absolutely. Uh, I think he was good as champion. Um, But I also think that, you know, he... Uh, like I said to you earlier, was was born on AEW third base and thought he hit a triple. Mm-hmm. And we, if you go back and listen, we wanted him to be the first ever AEW champion. Absolutely, I, I, think, I still think he should have beat Jericho yeah. that first time. Yep. Uh, you know he um has done. He's again, I like Hangman a lot, but like when you look at that, you think like Hangman's really good at and, and like the the TV storylines have separated Hangman from. The box, and I think that in our consciousness as fans, it helps separates them personally. But you know, they're still super close personally. Yeah, of course. Uh, and you know, Hangman had the video where he said he doesn't take advice and whatever. Uh, and Hangman has a bit of a point in some of the stuff where, like, you know, he was there in the beginning. He doesn't. I don't know that he doesn't need to take advice, but uh, and I don't know that he necessarily meant that either. He just meant like he'll fail and figure it out. Um, and you don't, and not everybody has good advice. Not every veteran is going to give you good advice in a way. It's up to the young guy to figure out what to take and what not to take. Um, but when you start to think about it, you're like, oh yeah, he is just their crony. Uh, that makes sense. You know, he's, he got to be AEW champion because of who they they brought him along for the ride. Exactly. Um, and he, and him getting in the first title shot and eventually getting the belt was, was a little bit of like, if you put it right on Kenny in the beginning, then it becomes, well, of course, Kenny gets at the beginning. He's UVP. So, Hangman could potentially be, and I'm not saying this is truth. This is speculation on our part. Um, could be a little bit of just the the patsy there to, to move some of that heat, right? So, Punk is, he's eating a muffin. He's yelling at this point. He is <laughs> cursing like a, like a madman. Um, I'm a fan of cursing, you know, so this makes me and happy. like, you know, like I, I, again, I have no problem. I completely believe that the, that the Young Bucks leaked to Meltzer. Of course they do. Meltzer's a fucking idiot. So, so, all right, let's, let's stop. So for, the let's stop there. Okay. So once like the shit gets said about the yeah. Bucks, it, it makes you think, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sticking up for Cody Rhodes whatsoever. Right. Uh, Look how their relationship got fractured in right. AEW. Right. Uh, so you look and you go, hmm. Mm-hmm. And how a lot of shit leaked out about like Cody around the time. Right. And you go, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Who's the common denominator? Them. Right. And so, and that's another interesting point too about all this because, oh, listen, uh, the most I've ever liked CM Punk is in this last year. Right. I know you're a much bigger fan. Absolutely. Um, but the most I've ever I've seen people CM Punk wrestle since two thousand three, two thousand four live, if not earlier. He's on those early Chicago shows. Even the most I've liked him is this AEW run. Oh, you've been a right? big fan, yeah. <laughs> that being said, both sides of this fight being Punk in the box have a trail of broken relationships. Sure. And promotions sure. that dislike them. Yeah, and, and let me preface it with this as well. Um I think things that were said were right. Right. I think the way it was done was wrong. That's that's the biggest issue um but for me. But uh I go back to the Bucks. Yeah. Remember a couple months ago man not even a couple months ago when the shit about like FTR was getting leaked mm-hmm. about like oh well they have heat with the Bucks mm-hmm. and the Bucks don't want to kind of work right. them. 
Who's FTR friends with? Yeah, Punk. Right. Yeah. Who's putting that out there? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and yeah. it's just like you you see the shit and right. I, I listen. I we always say like Bucks aren't our, our guys. Right. There's a fucking reason. Mm-hmm. They're shitheads. Right. Uh, Huge. They're they're no squeaky queen angels. No, not at all. Uh, they're babies. They absolutely are. They always have been babies. Right. Um, the end and, of their fucking New Japan run, I hated them. They right. were big and babies. I think, I think their dreams of what they would mean to pro wrestling in AEW has never and will never come to fruition. And I think that's why they bury people. Because they're trying to get back to the level they were. They were over in New Japan. But that ended about... Not at the end they weren't. They were not. <laughs> they were, New Japan was sick of them a yeah. good year to two years before they were actually gone. Yeah, and, and I don't mean... The, the office, I mean the fans. The they fans. were just done. They were done. I'll never forget that one World Tag right. League. Sonata and Evil won it. Mm-hmm. And at the end, the Bucks came came out. And the fans were kind of just like quiet and yeah. booing. Right. And they're just like, we don't want this yeah. anymore. I remember the one going online like, oh, people were mad at us because we didn't do this whole tournament. And uh-huh. and we wanted to spend time with our families. Right. Like, dude, fuck you. Like, right. I, I, I just, I hold resentment towards those guys because well, I never liked them. So there's nobody on the AEW roster I like less than the Young Bucks. It's just what it is. The history is there. Yeah. If you know, you know. If sure. you don't, find out. Yeah. Um. But uh, but yeah. So like, but it's it's interesting. And Punk is no angel. Punk has a very similar 100%. history. Percent. Yeah. Right. I mean, listen. Like you said, I'm a big CM Punk yeah. fan. I'll be the first to admit. Like he's a fucking dick. Right. He's a fucking dick. Right. He doesn't just burn bridges. He blows them up and right. fucking waves at you Absolutely. while it's happening. Like it's just that's right. the guy he is. Right. Um, so uh, so this the, this this thing is happening, and you know. It go, I think he even goes off the. He loses a. He loses the plot, and uh, the the train starts rolling, and it, and he can't stop it at that point. And no. he's grooving on it, and it's fucking going. And he's motherfuckering the guy in the penguin or in the penguin's jersey, yeah, which was it was meant that, to be lighthearted. It was, but yeah. but on the the arc that he was on, it was just like whoa, whoa, whoa how crazy, how much crazier can this get? Yeah, um, that was all fine. <laughs> but like, but he's so the the Bucks can't run anything. The so called EVPs, uh, a Cocobana's mom. See, which and like, is so that bizarre. shit. So that shit, I am I I can't feel any which way about it because I I don't fucking know. Right. If, if it's true, then it's fucking true. Right. What the fuck? I have nothing to do I, with I it, man. I don't quite understand the connection he made between Colt and his mom having a bank account and why that matters. Not for me to figure so, out. Cabana was hiding money and, from and him that's, or something. And that, that's why it matters. The, the, yeah. Right. It, but it, it matters to them. It does not matter to this press conference in any way. Yeah, I think it, it was just like a, I think it was just like a bullet point to about Colt. Right. Just to whatever. So, you know? But he goes bananas for 24 minutes. And you, everybody's seen the clip. We don't have to rehash all of it. Right. Uh, my biggest issue with you. And so Tony Khan is sitting there. Poor. And again, Tony Khan's a billionaire. Don't pity him. Uh, but like little. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> squirrely Tony Khan. Like guy. Money Mark. Message board poster. Like. Guy who started a wrestling company because he's a wrestling fan. Nerd like you and I. Right. <laughs> and he started a wrestling company because he's a wrestling fan, which isn't always the best business practice, no, right? No, of course not. And he, you, we, we've talked about it. You can watch. He books as a fan. He pu- he puts pushes people as a fan. Sure. He does all that kind of stuff, right? 
fine, whatever, his company, his billions, he's making a lot of money, he's making wrestling that I really, really enjoy right now. But he is getting railroaded by this thing and is yeah. uncomfortable and can't or won't say anything. Can't. There's a ton he of – he can't. If you if if he makes a hint at one way or the other with the way these egos are building at this point, uh, then it's going to look like he's supporting the other side and whatever. So he's just got to sit there and take it. And it's unhinged and it's insane and it, it is it's not the right place for it. It I haven't seen a single person talk about how good that pay per view was. Yeah, uh, you know, it, I mean, it's it's and it's it's funny because. I saw the report about, like, yeah. you know, because MJF comes back. Mm-hmm. I saw the report, like, somebody said, oh, like, isn't it sad for MJF that yeah. he got completely overshadowed by this? Right. And somebody goes, uh, hey, guys, remember that pay-per-view where MJF overshadowed the whole fucking weekend? Remember right. when that happened? Yes. So don't don't feel right. too bad. So I, I some interesting things that I have uh, that I made notes about about the scrum. So one of the interesting things that Punk says, and I'll get back to my point about Tony Khan, because, like, really, the person who suffers the most from this is Tony Khan and AEW. Sure. He, he right? definitely does. Tony Khan. Khan's world is shook, his management style is shook, his circle of friends and management people who he have hired in positions, half of them are fucking suspended. Like, that, he, he has a ton of shit that he has to worry about right now at the start of football season <laughs> to yeah. take care of these, because this is, this was a scorched earth, fuck everybody. Oh, it was crazy. Like, you know, there is certainly means, defendable means to fire CM Punk, don't think it's going to happen, but it's, but if he did, nobody would blame him. Yeah, I think it's a little much. I think it's a little much, but but no one would blame him. I get it. Because, again, the fight that happens, that's a suspension thing. But the forum that Punk laid out and the way he treated Tony Khan, too, because he's insulting Tony Khan. He's insulting EVPs and other people. These are people that Tony Khan has put in positions. Yeah, he's insulting the structure. He's insulting the company. And so Tony Khan has a ton of fucking fires to put out. And he's probably super fucking mad, but also is like, but I have a guy who's making me millions of dollars. So one of the things uh, on that tip is during his rant, Punk says that Hangman Page risked a million dollar gate for going into business on himself in that that promo. Mm -hmm. I watched that promo back. Uh, I don't think it's that bad. I think other guys have said worse. Uh, I think it more comes from a – it's like you can say something to me, breaking my balls, and I'll be like, ha, ha, ha. But if somebody else fucking said it to me, I'd be like, what the fuck did you just say? Which is right. – which is yeah, that's a valid right. thing, you know? In, in, in a professional world like wrestling, you should probably let that shit go, but nobody does, and that's fine. It's what it is. But he said he risked a million-dollar gate, which yeah. – meaning this one. So was Punk going to leave? Was Punk so hurt by what Hangman said? I think so. That he was going to walk out of the company? I think it was more of a – Hey, idiot, if you're going to say shit like right. that, like, that's a sensitive subject. Right. Maybe let's talk about but it. But he barely said anything in that promo. But if you... We felt it was weird when it happened. I was just going to say, like, when that happened, it was like, yeah. this is fucking weird. Right. And why is it going to this level? Right. Um, and even, like, in Punk's, like, in the promo, I remember him going, I don't know why you're getting so personal. Right. Like, so I wonder if that's him being, like... Hey, man, right. what the fuck and, is that? I watched it back, and all he says is nobody in the locker room wants you. I'm defending this locker room from you. You're a champion of, of workers' rights. Why don't you start showing it? He Which, doesn't mention Cabana. It's it's implied. It's implied. Right. Yeah. It's implied. So if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. Right? If you don't yeah. know what's going on, you don't know that shit behind the scenes. You have no idea what Hangman is saying. Right? Or look at it this way, too. Maybe they had a layout. Maybe. And maybe, maybe Hangman right. said, fuck it, I'm going to do this. adamant that Hangman's going into business for himself, right? Yeah. So then – 
few weeks later, CM Punk comes back. CM Punk goes into business for himself. Yeah. Embarrasses Hangman, does that whole thing. Couldn't it have just been over? Uh, you know, Phil, he's the type of guy right. that he ain't going right. to stand for that shit. And the fact that he said he was going to walk out on the company over that, when Hangman has nothing to do with this main event or this pay-per-view that involves Punk in any way, I'm like, come on, dude, really? Yeah, I You're going to walk away from, from all this money? Like that's, I, like, that's the thing. Like, if I'm Tony Khan, that scares me even more because you have an Ultimate Warrior situation here. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just trying to, like, think of it from, right. like, okay, maybe this is why – I don't know if this is why Punk mm-hmm. – felt a certain way but right. again did hangman like go off track or whatever was it like discussed like hey this right. is what we're gonna do and then he goes fuck it i'll do this sure maybe i maybe. don't know sure which that if right. that's if that's true right. hey you probably shouldn't do that and blindside somebody right um right you know, but, but if if you're going to get your feelings hurt by another wrestler and your reaction is i'm gonna leave the championship match of a pay-per-view yeah. over it you're not you're not being the hero here either. No, you're and, not. And, that, I agree. And, and that's the point. Neither of us are defending that anybody's in the right here. No, everybody's there's a whole in the lot wrong. of wrong. There's a whole lot. Things of wrong. were said that I agree with, right? But there's a whole but, lot of wrong but here. The, everything about it is is wrong. You know, um, and like like he's, and he mentioned in the press conference, he's like I had to fucking stoop to that level, right. To give him a little bit of a receipt, right? Uh, and then he stayed at that level for this press conference. He did. Um, and you have to wonder, like, because a lot of – is there other shit going on that right. you don't know about? Right. And it does Hangman have a rep backstage because, mm-hmm. like, I know the video of him saying, like, he doesn't really listen to advice and stuff. Mm-hmm. Seeing the video and reading it in print are two very different fucking things. Right. So if you read that in print, yeah, that looks bad. Um, and if you've read any, like, listen, or listen to any interviews with, like, kind of the older guys, mm-hmm. like, Billy Gunn kind of alluded to it. Like, hey, you know – I'm here like yeah. to help you guys. Like, if you don't want it, what am I going to do? William Regal's talked about it on his podcast, right. where he straight up has said, "Like, there's a lot of people here, right. and they're sitting on their fucking cell phones all day, absolutely, and trying to get themselves over, trying to trying to get better, right? And they're not in the fucking ring, and they're not working at the craft. So it's like, okay, maybe there's more to it there. Yeah, I, I don't know. We don't know. Right. We can only judge what was said and how it was said. It, yeah. So another interesting point in this for me is. Punk, and again, I'm focusing on Punk because he's the guy who got the microphone. Sure, of course. <laughs> if I'm, I, I, I want to live in the universe where they didn't pull Kenny and the Bucks from the presser like they supposedly I did. I don't think they did though, because I said to you, yeah. when I turned on the presser, and this was live, yeah, and the title said, yeah, CM Punk, Tony Storm, right. Swerve in Our Glory, and Chris yeah. Jericho yeah. joined the presser. This is while shit, okay. the presser so, was happening. The reports are saying, but yeah, that makes sense too. But so. But one of the things that Punk says is that he's the kind of guy that if 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 you have a problem with him, come talk to him about it. And he's tweeted about it. And he's tweeted about how even if you don't like coworkers, you have to stick by them because as a wrestling company trying to fight the giant company, you're better together than you are apart. So personal shit shouldn't get involved. You're trying to work towards a common goal as a company. Sure. He threw all that out the fucking window with this thing. He screamed into a microphone without the presence of the people he was talking about yeah. saying, if you have a problem with me, come talk to me about it. Don't just air it to the press while he's sitting in front of the press <laughs> saying, yeah. motherfuck all you guys. So, And maybe shit had gone too far and that's what he felt he needed that, to and do. That's what I think. Maybe it's like, I don't know. It's like, hey, right. like he tweeted that out. And then if guys are even after right. that, like if they right. are going like to the right. press, then you go, and okay, well, then now we have a legit group. Right. And the bigger problem there becomes if that's the case, then it's on Tony and Christopher Daniels and yes. Pat Buck to 
figure this out and see what your guys are doing on social media because that was making some press before this and say, hey, guys, can we talk about this? Can we make sure this doesn't become worse? Because now it's fucking burned down. Like, even if they all are still in the company, they may never work together. And, like, losing CM Punk versus Kenny Omega Uh, in a dream match is massively bad for business, right? So, um, yeah, so so that's an interesting thing, right? Uh, a lot of takes on this, and like, and that's the thing. The biggest thing, you know, the do I believe some of the shit? Do I think that Omega and the Bucks are even fulfilling their position as EVPs in that company? Probably not, no, but I don't, I don't know. So. You know, we hear Kenny's in charge of the video game. Video game has been a mess for how fucking long? The Bucks are a PR fucking nightmare wherever they go, and have been yeah. for how fucking long? Yep. You know, uh, he takes a shot at PWG with the with the Reseda comment. Yeah, I that mean, was, it was a sh- it, that it was, was a shot at them being on the on Indie well, in California. It, it was more so like, hey, let's get out of the mentality right. of being in a fucking right. hall, like an indie hall mm-hmm. here. Like we're supposed to be selling out arenas and yeah. making money here. Yeah. Um. So you know, he uh, man, it it's it's super hard. It's super weird. It's taken over the wrestling world. Uh, and it's also unfolded wildly since we initially saw it. And we said this last week, like, take a day. Yeah. And I think this that's really important here. We needed to take three days before we even got any sort of the bigger picture. And we still don't have all of it. We may never. And if not, it's going to be for a long time. Yeah. You know, CM Punk's going to sue. The Young Bucks and Kenny want to quit. They're, they threaten to walk. CM Punk may not back, be back. A steal. Probably going to get fired. We'll see. Uh, I, I think the problem there is that if Ace Steel gets fired, that's just incentive for Punk to walk. Yeah. But, like, do you cave to that sort of, uh, like, almost blackmail kind of, you know what I mean? Like, do you say, okay, well, if that's, how, you know, like, I'm not just going to keep your friends. Like, because then that gives Ace Steel the right to do whatever the fuck he wants because he knows that Punk will walk if he gets in trouble for anything. Yeah. So, I, running a business is very hard. Running sure. a wrestling business is much harder. And, uh... Lots of people from different walks of life have tried. Lots of people in wrestling have tried. Lots of people out of wrestling have tried. And only one man has been singularly successful for decades. And that man just went down in a ball of fire. Sure did. So, Tony has to figure a ton of shit out. But if yeah. I'm him, I'm pissed at everybody. Yeah, I agree. It's it's everyone. Because he had a pay-per-view that was really good. Not their best, but no. really good. With new championships, with new with the new world champion, which which I wanted Punk to win. Yeah, that was the right thing to do. Uh, the Young Bucks and Kenny winning the trios title, which was what we knew was going to happen. Yep. Brand new titles. They're never going to fucking talk about that again. Nope. You're not seeing that fucking match. You're not seeing highlights from the from the, no. the title match. Nope. That pay per view is. Oh, it's fizzed. Yeah, they're they're. If you watched the intro last night of Dynamite, yeah, no, none of them none, were in it. Right. I mean, <laughs> and it was a good pay per view. We had a ton of fun fucking watching yeah, it. Was a good time. We're gonna run it down in a second here when we're done talking about all this shit. But watching and listen, watching the scrum was one of my favorite things I've ever seen in professional wrestling because it was it was chaos, chaos man. and insane. So uh, and that's the the basis of the punk stuff. I just feel bad for Tony because Tony Khan had to sit there and. Not not cry and realize his world champion is going off, right? And then we comes comes out in the coming days 
that he got hurt in the match. And that even though he's suspended, he's going to be out eight to nine months with a torn tricep, bicep. Yeah, and during and, the match, like I said to right. you guys, I'm like, oh, he keeps grabbing his elbow. That's yeah, weird. right. And Right, you did. Yeah. yeah. And uh, there you go. So, <laughs> right. Which is painful. It's similar to what Cody just had. It's, it, yeah, it, you know, sucks. he's 40 something muscle. years old. He's yeah, never going to heal right. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's two major injuries back to back, which is demoralizing. Sure. So you come back from your championship match. The crowd is, the arena is going crazy for you. MJF comes out and the whole hometown arena starts chanting for MJF, which I know Punk, Punk has an ego. That hurts. His adrenaline is high. He's pissed because he knows he's hurt and he can, and they're not going to keep the belt on him interim after another no, injury. He so all of this shit factors into to the to how he enters. Like he walks into this presser hot, sure, be, because of outs outside factors. And I'm not excusing it, but you can see why he went nuclear immediately because he knew he was hurt. He knew that his moment was once again lost. That he may never get it again because yeah. sadly, wrestlers in their 40s who are prone to injury, freak or not. The promoters will have a hard time putting your main championship on them. Look at Christian. Christian has the same injury. Right. Right. I mean, he's out. That's why that's know? short. That match was yeah. so short. So, but you want a title on a reliable guy, whether they're freak accidents or not. Plenty of wrestlers have been ruined by injuries. Plenty of sports stars have been ruined by injury and they're never themselves again. And what I saw about Punk that was really interesting too, I don't know who if it was, Trevor Dame or somebody said like, Punk is not a natural athlete. No, he never was. Right? No. He, he, had, he had come, to work real hard. He had to work really hard. He didn't come from football. No. He didn't come from track. He's not a bouncer. He was a wrestling fan who got into wrestling and became what he – and he's never the best wrestler in the fucking room. No. He's very talented. He could talk you into a fucking room. He had really good matches. Yeah. Better matches against really good people and good matches on his own yeah. because he had to think about wrestling all the time and figure it out from a mental standpoint and get there to the as physical – to his physical best, which like – you know, The Rock was a football player. Roman Reigns was a football player. Like, Bianca Belair was a Steve track Austin star. Was a football player. Right, Steve Austin was a football player. <laughs> These guys have a higher level of athleticism than Punk ever had. So, Punk had to think about it and get as high as he could and use, you know, his sort of mind to get him to where he was. And people, you know, was he draw more than John Cena? Nobody did. Did he do this? Did he do that? Blah, 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 blah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, but Punk has had to work in some ways a lot harder than a lot of other people. He got his shot a little later in life. And then it all blew up and he left for seven years. And uh, Punk is absolutely a dick. But like we said earlier, a lot of things aren't wrong. And the more things that are coming out of the injury, of why he was so hyped up, all that sort of shit, uh, you can kind of understand his attitude walking in because of that. Doesn't excuse it. No, it doesn't. But you can understand because, like, the biggest mystery to me was like, why? What happened that made him this hot? And it was all those things going in that we didn't learn until a couple days later. Yeah. And maybe I mean it's all that speculation too. Maybe it's not. Maybe he was just fucking pissed off. Maybe he's pissed off all night. Maybe he wanted to walk and Tony begged him and Tony slipped him some bucks and said, "Just come do this for me." Who knows? People are saying it's a work. Uh, here's how you know if it's a work. If it's, it's a, a fucking work, it's the greatest work if, of all time. If it's a work, so if it's a work and, and it's to discredit. Dirt sheets forever, great. But you, but when it, one of the things for work, and one of the big things is if they talk about it on TV, if it's a work, they don't talk about it on TV, it's a shoot. Tony Khan came on Dynamite and didn't say shit. No. It's a shoot. But when I look at things, if it's a work or not, one of the questions I always ask myself is, who benefits from this if it's a work? 
And there ain't nobody that benefits from this. No. Nobody. What I would do, if you're Tony Khan at this yeah. point, um, you got to give these guys a chance to cool off. Mm-hmm. All of them. All of them. Yes. Um, I would wait 90 days. Give them 90 days. Yeah. Pull them off TV till the till after the next paper. We're gonna have a meeting. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have a face to face meeting. Right. We're gonna sit the fuck down. Yep. We're gonna try to hash this out. Right. If we can hash this out, right. we got a lot uh, of money to be. Made. I would even get yourself a mediator. I, yeah. I would have Tony Khan present, but get a professional there. I would have like honest. I mean, I would have like a Tony Schiavone there. Yeah, you know but he's I, very respected. But I, I would get like a. I have a Dustin. Rhodes I would there. get a psychologist. Yeah. I would get a prof- a, a professional mediator. Uh, just to be there because there's going to be things brought up, and especially if it ends up rolling legally, like there's talks of it doing, who knows? If it is, that's, if some, it is. that's some bitch it's shit. It's some bitch shit, right. <laughs> but like, I would, you know, like an arbitrator, like when they got the lady over the lottery ticket on It's Always Sunny. Um, yeah, let's go watch that episode <laughs> back. But, you know, but like, there's people who do shit like that professionally who can answer questions and know tricks and like some sort of speak to convince people to do to to get their shit out and then work it out without just like just because if it's tony Khan or tony shivani they're just going to sit there with their arms crossed going yep okay yeah okay we're fine we're fine we're fine and walk away i think you if this got so big and it's with your top two of your top biggest yeah. stars i would think you, you might benefit from a professional in some way um, but Tony Khan doesn't hurt because Tony just got promoted again to he, Tony Khan was like, Shivani's my right hand man. Yeah. And he's like executive in charge of that's what I mean. Like, right. And Shivani, he's right. seen it all. He was there with you know? fucking Sidnar and he was all through else, the 80s so, and the 90s. Right. He's seen everything. He's seen everything. So that's a but, good guy to have there. Yeah, uh, for sure. like, or like a, like a Dustin Rhodes. Right. He's seen it all too. Like, right. you need those older guys right. that have kind of had these situations right. and you know? i th- i think the difference too and that's something we didn't talk about with punk where punk was like i'm sick of working these young guys who don't know what the fuck they're doing well, yeah i said i'm sick of like having to work these children right meaning like a hangman page right uh you know he didn't fully shit on mjf no i think it was more of like a piece of advice to mjf I like so i think it to came, kind of yeah, to right. kind of be like right Hey, stop right. thinking the grass is fucking right. It's better over there. Yeah, focus on here. Right. You know, uh, and like like you kind of said, like he's another guy that like thinks yeah. he fucking knows everything. Right. You know, um, but yeah, I, I the the biggest problem, and this is this is a personal take with having a guy like Shivani and Dustin involved in this because they're the old veteran guys. I can tell you right now, the Young Bucks don't give a shit who's a veteran. They think they're the best and they know everything. I mean, you're probably right, uh, but <laughs> but like they they definitely have to do something because that it, this is they're in a weird fucking spot, man. Yeah, and that's why I I would just listen, man. Give everybody some time to cool yeah. off, yep. cool the fuck off, right? Absolutely. Like get away from this place, yes. cool off, and we're gonna reconvene. Right. And Tony Khan's had to call in a couple favors, which we'll talk about in a bit uh, when we go over dynamite. Um, you know and. Some people have gotten some disruption in their lives that aren't involved. Uh, there's they're, they're in a very interesting place. I do not envy Tony Khan, uh, and I feel bad for Tony Khan because of the position he was put in. Because there is no right way to act. Really, he did the best thing he could do and just shut the fuck up. I think he handled it fine. Uh, I probably would have ended the presser afterwards. <laughs> uh, because it, because so. CM Punk is motherfucking everybody, and then there's like a little kid that's like, 
Hey, CM Punk, what's your favorite color? Grow up, kid. Uh, yeah, well, no. <laughs> Time to grow um, up. <laughs> but I-, I also think Tony Khan needs to clearly uh, define with his wrestlers and the press what these pressers are going to be. Sure. And, because uh, yeah. after Punk, we get... Was Jericho the next one out? No, it no. was Swerve and Swerve and Keith, Keith were next out. Which, that was, like, kayfabe. It's completely they're, they're, right. they're all characters. Completely kayfabe. So, like... And you're like, okay, this is where we're going with kayfabe. And, like, the journalists are asking questions, and the one like, why not call an audible? The, clearly, the fans like the acclaim better. Question. What a dumb question. And <laughs> I like the idea of the press, the journalists pressing these guys and not asking soft, because the last one was all softball. So the last one was like, your hair looks great tonight. Where did yeah, you get it done? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, ask them questions. But make sure they're fucking smart. Don't just try and get yeah, a gotcha. Uh, that's what causes a lot of these problems, is getting a gotcha, right? So the Swerve and Keith Lee thing was odd, because the acclaim to Super Over... And then, like, Keith Lee and Swerve are kind of burying them. And, like, Lee and Swerve aren't heels exactly. Um, yeah, it's like this is the type of situation where it forces them to be. Right. You know? And Swerve comes off as a big-time heel, even though he's kayfabe in he character. Out, he comes off like a fucking star. That's what he Yeah, off but at. he's shitting on the acclaimed actively. Uh, so, whatever. And then, is it Tony, Tony Storm. Storm comes out? <laughs> not in character. And when asked about Thunder Rosa, says, well, if Thunder Rosa says she's hurt, then I guess she's hurt, sarcastically, <laughs> meaning that it's sort of uh, supporting all of the shit we heard about that, yep. which is another thing. And Tony Khan at this point must be sweating fucking bullets, yeah. man. Uh, and then Jericho comes out, has the best scrum sure out of any of them, yep. out of character, says really nice things, calm and collected and cool. Has good rapport with everybody, is smiling, you know, says the stuff about MJF. He's a pro. Like, all that shit. Uh, at some point, security goes running, but this was before. This was yeah. during the Tony Storm thing or whatever. Uh, he whispers something to Tony Khan, uh, which is now was like, hey, everybody's fucking killing each other. Fucking uh, Kenny Omega got bit, but not but by a human. And um, one of the things that Jericho said yeah. was about people we can shit right he specifically yes. says it mm-hmm. and he's like yeah we have this meeting about people leaking shit right and then that gets leaked right you know like so he has a point there like guys fuck and, i mean there's, you're always gonna have right. stooges it's just and tony it, Khan has addressed that before and and one of the pressers and said like there was something about somebody it's, oh it's just oc's music oc's music sean and ross he, right that, like leaked it. right yeah. and he was like why would you want to ruin that surprise yeah. it means nothing yeah why would you want to ruin that surprise and like so this so it's not the first time uh there's always going to be stooges but if i was tony khan i'd be trying to sniff them out 100 and i Start, yeah you I, need to and i would i i think no matter the star at this point if they can find out if it was the box or whatever uh, and is the catalyst for this whole thing, I'd boot him. Yeah, Make a statement. It's tough Goodbye. because it's, you know what, like, you're wrestlers, but mm-hmm. you also are office people. Right. And you can't and have that's, office and Omega people and the Bucks doing that. <laughs> are too immature. Omega, maybe not so much. We don't he his story, whatever. Yeah. The Bucks are the aggressors here with Punk, um, as far as we know right now. Yeah. Uh, but they're EVPs. So they have to be held to a higher standard than the rest of the roster because they're not only on-air talent, and I don't think the the Bucks are capable of that because yeah. they want to use that EVP to lord over everyone instead of being professional. And that – Regal did a podcast a while ago about being in the WWE and what it was like 
and how he's happier to be in AEW because he's just an on-air talent. Yeah, he said, I'm just Because talent. he doesn't have the rest of those responsibilities. Yeah. And I don't think the Bucks can handle the rest of those responsibilities. Yeah. But I also think that they know without those responsibilities, they're not that valuable to the product. Yeah. They're done. They're past. They're, that's what it is. Yeah, and like Punk kind of said, he's like, why are you trying to – what do you say? Why are you trying to middle your second baby face right. to get over with your fucking internet? Right. Like your fans yep. on the internet or something. <laughs> He's like, stop looking right. at the fucking smaller picture, guys. Yeah. Like, look big here. Right. And it, it do you kind of like you look at that and you go, damn, you're supposed to be EVPs. Right. You don't need to get yourselves over right. anymore. Right. You're over. Like yeah. guys like Sammy Guevara, like they do like the mm-hmm. online vlog shit. Yeah. Like Dan Housen does it. Right. And they get a lot of views. And like that's good for them. And they're mm-hmm. younger guys. Like it helps build them. Right. Like Bucks. Okay, you did it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't watch your show, but like. Maybe just keep it like just like storyline stuff or whatever or whatever. Yeah, right. Like I, I don't know. Or just like, hey, we're traveling today. Like that's mm-hmm. it. Like just make or make it even just outside of storyline yeah. stuff. I don't know. Right. But it, it's just uh Yeah, what a fucking mess, man. <laughs> the bottom line is there's no hero. No. Everybody's in a fucking mess now. And it has a potential to really really hurt the company in a lot of ways this can go a lot of different ways that ends up really hurting a company that is in a really good position but they're not bulletproof they you know and like there's gonna be people if when the unhappiness gets shown uh there's some checks being written and just lofted up there and said well let's see what happens let's see if it sticks you know, they were Tony Khan already said I he had to get his legal team involved because people were already tampering with contracts. Yeah, you know, with contact and all that sort of stuff. But uh, you know, uh, there's another company with a man named Paul, and he was very open about backing up a Brinks truck to those EVPs before AEW, and they turned them down. Uh, I would think that not only would he still be willing to put that much. But now that they've they've run AEW and he can take them from there, I think it would be two Brinks trucks without batting an eye. Uh, and do I think that's – again, I don't give a shit who jumps side to side. But this company in Tony Khan is – who is already being criticized for not having the right people in place around him and trying to do too much, uh, which he's trying to correct. This is working on This it. is the worst time for this to come down because now he's got to fast track that shit. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, dude. That's so, for sure. <laughs> everyone's lucky it's not worse. People need to stop clutching pearls over fucking fist fights. Yeah, that I agree Because with. that <laughs> shit's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, but also, you know, pick when you're going to air your grievances and maybe not seated next to the founder, president, CEO of the company to the press yeah, is the right, just the right mean, way to do it. That's the bottom line. You're 100% Was he right. wrong? On everything? Absolutely not. No. Do the butts fucking suck and I hope they get their teeth knocked in? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean it that, just wasn't that it's the way right. to, It just wasn't right. the way to do it. Right. Um, right. But so, oh my God, fights in wrestling backstage. Everybody yeah, who gives a fuck? Shut up. Like, <laughs> who cares? If you think the Bucks, the, the Bucks super kick is strong enough to kick down a fucking door in the <laughs> locker room. Come on, you just... You, I did see somebody say, you're oh... You're just crying in, a, in the bleachers saying it's still real to me? I don't understand. I laughed when somebody said, oh, I wonder if they slapped their thigh right. when they kicked the door. And Insanity. That, that made me giggle. Right. You know, um, so... Yeah. I, but... 
We'll see where if shit only, goes from here, man. If only it's... Bobby Fish was there to critique CM Punk's actual. Dude, and then him was like, oh, I want to fucking shoot fight CM right. Punk. Like, all right, you fucking uh-huh. 800-year-old man. Right. Your, go bo- your bones will turn to dust. Like, Jesus Christ. fucking stop. Right. Like, you're a yeah. fucking weirdo to begin with. Well, so fucking, fucking weird. Go away. And, you know, beg his way back in the next camp. They yeah. never fucking take him. Go away. But, uh, go away, but yeah, freak. interesting. Uh, led to an interesting week in wrestling, uh, nonetheless. Uh, we've spent a lot of time on this. Let's move on to what we watch. Oh, God. I don't even know where to go. Uh, right. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I'm honestly not that concerned with how much we cover. Um, yeah, let's just kind of, you know, Let's just work our way through we'll, it. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, like right. we normally do. Uh, I guess, you know, Malachi Black, he got his release. Yeah, conditional. We don't know the conditions. No. But he's hurt or going through some... Some Personal mental shit. Stuff, yeah. So hopefully he's back again. If he if if he jumps, I don't quite, uh, you know, I don't know that his position was bad I, enough to justify asking a release. I would be I'd be pretty bummed about it to be honest. I, I think I'd be super yeah, shitty of him to I, do that. Right. I think it'd be shitty. You know, and like people like to to say, well, people weren't mad when Sasha and and Naomi asked for their release, and this person, the other one. Those are way different circumstances. Yeah, yeah way different. Uh, just because you don't like the push you're getting at the moment. Yeah. When you have a five-year contract left, like that's a long fucking time yeah, in wrestling. I, I would hope that's that not that's... a reason to ask your release. Um, yeah, it's, I, I it's, hope it's, it's abuse and harassment, and I don't know the company coming out finding out that the fucking CEO and head of creative was was sleeping with every single woman he can get his fucking hands on, yeah. and doing some creepy bullshit uh, and making some creepy ass fucking comments. That's a different situation. Uh, I would think that Malachi, if he wants to return to wrestling. Probably a closet there that he had that his when he's ready he has to return to AEW. I would imagine. Yeah, you know, like sort of like when a football player retires early and this it's you know it's okay, but if you come back within these you guys the rights time, to the contract, we got yeah. the rights to the contract, right? Yeah. Uh, but I don't have a problem with people jumping if their contracts are up. But you know, don't just say I don't. Then that's all the rumor mill shit. Sure, we don't like his push till he wants to leave. Yeah. That's bullshit. Um, but you know, we he he's very vocal about his open about his struggles with mental health and he's been working hurt for a long time. Uh, so I think the big tell would, yeah, maybe not, but like, we'll see if what, what Tony does with the rest of the house of black. Uh, yeah. if, if, you know, if he, and sadly can go either way, if he keeps him on TV and pushes him, then that means he's sort of there. He's keeping them in your brain for when Malachi comes back. Uh, but also if he takes them off TV, it's because he wants a surprise when all three of them are back again, yeah. but it's, it's a hard thing to figure out. Yeah, you got a lot of a lot of shit to navigate. Yeah, there. Uh, you know, I hope whatever it is, I hope he gets over it because I like I like Mr. Malachi. Oh, I do too. Um, all right, all right I guess uh, we'll just run through. That's some it. There's shit. no other. Yeah, I don't really have no other news. The, week, the weekend was dominated. It was. It absolutely, it absolutely was. Um, uh, like two hundred percent. Yeah, I yeah. actually watched a bunch of shit. Okay, but we don't really need to go through you everything. Do whatever you want to run through. Buddy. Um. Impact, the only thing I watched was Masha Slamovich versus Deanna Perrazzo. Okay. Actually, really good. Was it? Yeah. Uh, Masha's undefeated there. Okay. And she's going to be getting a title shot against Jordan Grace. Okay. Um, I just look and I go, oh, somebody from the Indies. Like, yeah, I sure. Okay. It was actually good, though. Yeah. But Impact, nothing else has been yeah. great. Uh, SmackDown, mm-hmm. there was a tag match, uh, a Viking rules match. What does that mean? Uh, it was the Viking Raiders against the New Day. Okay. And there was a bunch of, like, Viking shields set up. And the front of the ring was almost built like a fucking boat. I thought WWE was better now. <laughs> Dude. Is, doesn't everybody... Dude. Wasn't, wasn't listen, everybody saying that? Listen. I was like, 
All right, this is going to be real dumb. I got to watch this. Yeah. Actually, it was real good. Oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, yeah, Xavier Woods took a power bomb off the front of the boat through two tables on the outside, and it was okay. pretty gross. All right. Uh, but, yeah, it was certainly a thing. Yeah. Uh, nothing else from that. That leads me to an interesting thing that I wanted to bring up here that I, that I, I forgot to bring up before. Because I, again, have think about wrestling almost 24-7. And I was thinking, <laughs> like, you know, uh, about WWE and AEW and sort of the the position that they could be in. Like, like worst case scenario, you know, Punk never returns and Omega and the Bucks leave AEW. Uh, and there's potential there for AEW to sort of implode on itself and just sort of fire sail it out. And that's sure. that, right? Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm saying like, Worst case scenario in my brain, yeah. AEW gets in real, real big trouble. You know, uh, if Punk if Punk does leave, Chicago becomes lesser of a main territory for you, and you're not gonna be able to hit that town like you were, right? Because that's you know, then you're your back up in New York. You're trying to light up Long Island, maybe or something, yeah. whatever. Go back down to Jacksonville, <laughs> right? Pittsburgh, like that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. But like, if it implodes, and I was like. Man, if AEW was to implode within the next year, would I go back to just watching WWE? And I don't think I would. Yeah. I think – and, like, this is – and not that I'm trying to be, like, an AEW pants shitter apologist or whatever. Uh, and, like, WWE is getting some better stuff. But, like, it's going to be revealed it, that Paul's no better than the people before him. So trust me. It, there's still some um, shit that is – Right. Uh, uh but, like, I was like, man, will I just sort of be gone from American wrestling? And there's caveats to that because, like, I if if there was a place that OC and Eddie found a place to go, I would follow them there. Yeah. But those guys, you know, uh, not Triple H's cup of tea necessarily. Uh, maybe to steal them from AEW, but, like, if it folds. And I was yeah. really thinking about it. I'm like, man, this is really weird. But, like, if AEW folds – I don't think I would be like a mainstream TV wrestling guy anymore. Yeah, it'd be hard. I, I just WWE, even even though I hear the matches are better, you know, we're gonna I, I watched a match from Clash of the Castle. Like people say, it's better here and there. You know, you said the Viking thing was good, like all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, and like I like that Bailey's there, and I appreciate all those people. Yeah. I just don't think that product is for me anymore, which is completely fine. It does not have to be. Yeah. But like, I would, I would probably just rely on old wrestling, yeah, indie wrestling, and Japanese wrestling, and sort of. There's nothing's wrong with that, right? It's just an interesting thought to have because, like, I don't consider myself like a, a an AEW homer, if you will. Uh, but that's kind of they're they're hitting the kind of wrestling that I like. Sure, and I just I don't ever see WWE becoming the product that I'm interested in from a wrestling show, no matter how good the wrestling. Yeah, I agree with that. So, um, but anyway, let's. So yeah, uh, Clash of the Castle. Yes, this is on Saturday. Uh, Gunther and Sheamus. I hate that he's called Gunther. Yeah, it makes me sad. That one back. Um, but. Boy, did they have a fucking barn burner. I watched this one because everyone was talking about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really good, man. They beat the shit out of each other. They It, yeah. it, it was enjoyable. Yeah. I was surprised. That's what I wanted out of these two. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, are they actually going to let them do it? And they let them they do it. They absolutely did, yeah. I'll tell you what. One of the weirdest things for me, because, again, I haven't watched in so long. Uh, I'm glad that he's seemingly, like, healthier and better shape or whatever. Skinny Walter's weird. I know, isn't it? it uh, it's not my baby boy. It's not like he. <laughs> my baby boy became he, a man. He acts the same and like you know strikes the same, and he's still a big guy. He has skinny legs. Uh, 
but like I'm I'm less intimidated by him. And like I don't know that they tailored in his ring general jacket so it looks a little big on him. Yeah. And I was just like, oh man. Like good for him. Handsome dude, great shape. What seemingly getting a fucking push because everybody thought Sheamus was winning that belt because it's the only one he's never held. And Sheamus didn't win that fucking belt. He did not. Uh so good for him, but like skinny skinny Gunther, I'm like Oh, I liked Hossboy Walter much better. I do too. Um, but I love that the match ended on a lariat. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was a crazy <laughs> one. It was a really good match and hard yeah. hitting. You don't see matches like that. Uh, not in WWE. Uh, not in WWE. Uh, rarely in AEW, really. Like that sort of giant men beating the shit out of each other for an extended period of and time. And that's what I said a little while ago. When WWE does like a Hoss fight like yeah. that with actual yeah. big dudes, mm-hmm. it, it feels different. Yeah. And it's cool. For sure. Um, yeah, it was a good match. Yeah. Uh, Dom Mysterio turned on his dad. I, I didn't watch anything else, but I saw the clips. He now slicks back his mullet, and he's he's Rhea Ripley's sub. He went from a Dom to a sub. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, he kicked Edge in the dick, and he fucking clotheslined the I shit out of Ray. I saw that on his, on, his, on his adopted father. Well, was, yeah, because his real dad, so when he turned on Ray, same clothesline. This is what Eddie would do. Um, and then I did, his dad. I did watch Roman and Drew. I just want to see Drew in front of that crowd. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was okay. I didn't think it was great. Yeah. Um, I do like that Roman was apparently working with uh, Heyman and Michael Hayes and Bret Hart. Right. Because Hitman, that Mister Hitman was best there, finished guy ever. Right. Um, but it, it was it was okay. I didn't think it was anything great. Yeah. Uh, Solo Sokoa debuted, which yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah, grow the bloodline, whatever. Yeah. Um, got to have somebody to be able to cross borders. I like. I like when Sammy, when he got announced, and he's like, oh, the bloodline grows because he's their little brother, and they're talking about, like, family, and he's like, it's okay to not be blood-related too, right, guys? Yep. I love Sammy. Sammy's awesome. He's great. I, I very selfishly uh, want Sammy to no longer have a contract so that I can go to some dumb fuck indie and see him wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> I like Sam. Like I've seen Sammy rocks. I've seen a guy who looks a lot like Sammy wrestle, but isn't Sammy? No. Uh, but I would like to see Sammy, you know, wrestle. Fucking. Did you hear? Did you see a couple uh, weeks ago when they mentioned that certain person by name on SmackDown? Oh, really? Uh huh. Why? So Sammy got like dumped over the over the uh-huh. top rope or something. Yeah. And out of the blue, Michael Cole just goes, "Oh man," he goes. Kind of looking like El Generico there. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> like, it happened to people were like, like exploded on Twitter, like, wait a minute, did he just fucking say what I think right. he said? Like, Weird. Yeah, just a okay. throwaway line where it's like, whoa. All right. Well. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't watch anything else WWE related. Okay. Uh, Raw, I just didn't have time. Sure. Um, New Japan, mm-hmm. they had two shows this week. Did in you watch them? I didn't watch them all. Okay. I kind of had them on in the back row. I was doing some other shit around the house. Yeah. Uh, but they had the cheering crowds back. Yeah, I saw that um, for, the, for Suzuki's entrance. Yeah. And Hiromu uh, did some crazy shit to get him going. He sure did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Naito was tearing up. Oh, yeah. When he was walking out and they, they were chanting his name. Yeah. Uh, Tanahashi cried backstage. Oh, that's which good. Made me made my heart that's feel good. Um, but it was, you could. Just see how much more energized these dudes yeah, were. Right. Like, uh, again, I didn't. There's nothing like to go out of your way to watch. Yeah. It was just cool to see like Corrigan chanting mm-hmm. again. So that made me feel real good. It made those dudes feel real yeah, good. Sure. Um, DDT had a show, Dramatic Explosion. Watch a lot of right. Your vacation's treating you very well, dude. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, 
Onita had an explosion match. Okay, I knew this was happening. Eh, whatever. It was... Wasn't Takeshita in it? Yeah, it was like eight minutes. Okay, and, yeah, because Onita can barely fucking walk. Yeah, uh, but really... Was, was Chainsaw Tony with him? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. It was kind of on okay. in the background. But I did watch Chris Brooks okay. versus Venny slash okay. Oscar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, it's sad that like a bunch of shit happened because this match was real good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, who's Chris Brooks? Chris Brooks, he's the guy that who's kind of involved with like that Chaco Pro with like Amy Sakura. Okay. He has like the shoulder Man. sling on. Mm. He literally called it out the other day. And we're like, oh, Kenny Omega's wearing the Chris Brooks shoulder sling. Did I? Yeah. I don't think I said Chris Brooks. I'm almost positive. I don't know did. who Chris Brooks is. Yeah. Well, where, where would I have seen him? On YouTube or Twitter mm, or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, you fucking said it. I don't think I did. <laughs> but yeah. Run the uh, tape back. I don't think. I don't know who Chris Brooks is. If you is. want to go back and run the tape I know who Mel Brooks is. <laughs> I didn't know who Mel Phillips is. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dude, Terry Funk beat him up once. <laughs> but yeah, it was a really good match. So that was cool. I know Brooke Shields. I know James Shields. Okay. All right. I know The Shields. I know Michael Chicklets. Oh, I know Chicklets the gum. It's a weird game. I know Wintergreen the gum. Okay. I know Seth Green the the actor and uh, guy who bought an NFT and got it stolen from him. What an idiot! I know Seth Rogen. Seth freaking Rogen. Ooh, Seth freaking Rogen. Yes. Okay. Uh, I know uh, Rogaine the uh, hair loss treatment. Which I should be on. Why oh, are you losing your hair? Oh yeah, bad. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, man, yeah, I feel yeah. bad. Yeah, 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 we can keep going. I'll stop. No, nah, that's your good. Go ahead. No, I'm not on. Oh, you want? Oh, you want to keep going? Oh no, you don't have to. This game was dumb as shit. Oh, I thought we were gonna keep going. <laughs> oh, okay. um, I know bald FTR. Ooh, interesting. Uh, I know Amanda FTR. <laughs> you win. <laughs> All right, so uh, this is funny. Um. The Noah N one final. Oh, happened. dude, this is this is funny. Is that what you just said? <laughs> Ain't nothing funny about it, pal. Um, I watched two matches from the show. I watched one. I watched the Great Muda, Great Okan, and the Sour Rock. I guy. forgot that match happened. Uh-huh. Oh, I completely forgot about it. Against, oh man, Kanoa Manabu Soya. I'm gonna have to go back and watch and it. And Tadasuke. Oh, I completely forgot this was a thing. Yeah, because ah, fuck. This is apparently Muda's last the, match. The as CM Great Punk Muda. thing has blown up my entire <laughs> life. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I completely. I wanted to watch that. I saw yeah. the clips of it. I'm gonna have to go back and watch. Yeah, it. Muda missed Great Okan yeah. afterwards. Dude, everybody wants to work Great Okan. It's fucking weird. It's weird. Eugene Nagata's 30th anniversary show. Yeah, the main event is him and Great Okan. Really? Yeah. Weird. All right. What? Hey. Everybody wants that Great Okan. They're trying so. to get the Great Okan rub. That's, apparently, yeah, that's what it is. Um, but they announced as it's well. It's because they all want him to take him out afterwards and meet all these fucking porn that's stars. What I mean, let's go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Muda, he's a horny old man, so that works. Right. Um, but yeah, Muda. He looked in good shape. I saw yeah, he looked good, man. Um, How did he look in the ring? He looked right? good. Yeah, yeah, he was fine. Um, a little more Muda character Right, doesn't have to do much. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. It was announced, I think it's February 20th of next year. Yeah. Is Muda's last match officially. Mm. It's going to be at the Tokyo Dome. Is it a Noah show, or are they going to give him a big sort of. It's an all-star event. Okay. I was going to say, big, because this is a. We haven't had a, a – I mean, he should have retired years ago, but, like, we haven't had a big-time retirement, retirement in a long time. So, like – Yeah. yeah. Uh, the last – yeah. So, I probably it'll be him, Okada, in yeah. the main event because he says he wants to be mm-hmm. against Okada. Sure. So, I could see that happening. Yeah. 
Uh, but it's going to be a big show. Yeah. So. That makes sense. It should be. Yeah. Set um, them off the right way. Yes. Yeah, so the N1 final. Okay. Kaito Kiyomiya. Yeah. Against Hideki Suzuki. Yeah. DJ. Yeah. Kaito Kiyomiya wins. Thankfully. The match is. It's a wet fart, man. It's, it's whatever. Uh, I saw a lot of people kind of were like, oh, it's really good. Me, I'm like. It's All fine. Right. Uh, Suzuki's not my guy. Uh, I like when he hits hard. I like when he throws him around. But otherwise, it's boring. Um, I, I just the the stink of of the like. I thought the end room was pretty good. Um, but like, I wasn't happy with that these two make it. And I'm fine with Kimia. Suzuki's really the one that bothered me. Yeah. And watching this match, I just wasn't into it, man. I couldn't. I couldn't get past it. Yeah, uh, that's true. You know, I like that Kimia has modified the Shining Wizard where he grabs the back of the guy's head. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, nah, you know, no didn't thanks. Didn't do much for me. Uh, just, yeah, no, didn't do much for me so at all. So I'm guessing their January 1st show, what, is it going to be Kiyomiya? To, yeah, against, like, I guess so. Kenno, Kenno, maybe, yeah. If he still has the belt by then. Yeah, right. Who fucking knows? Who knows? Uh, Pro Wrestling Noah has let me down a lot this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. Especially the way it started, and yeah. it just has been not great Roller coaster. Yeah. Um, all I've left is AEW Rampage. Kicked yeah. off the weekend. Well, we'll, rampage into the pay per view. Yeah, so we already talked to Scrum. So just yeah, of course. So to make it through these shows. Uh, rampage did have a good uh, Dark Order best friends yeah, trios really match. Good. Yeah, yeah. This was just to decide who was going to the finals. Yeah, um, I, I did. I enjoyed the shit out of this. Uh, I'm glad our uh, Raw Dog gets the pin. Yeah, that it's was real him. cool. Really doing a lot for even on the pay per view. Doing a lot for Silver. We talked about this during the pay-per-view, I think, but Jericho talking about the Orihara Orihara moonsault (laughs) saying, ah, I hate him too. He used to stiff me on that moonsault. So, and it's really funny when you think about it, like Jericho wrestled guys that these young guys idolized. Sure. You know, some of these guys didn't start wrestling until some of the guys Jericho has wrestled retired. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I enjoyed the match. I even texted you like, and I was like, yo, did you watch Mm -hmm. this yet? Because I thought that was really good. Yeah. Which obviously led to the pay-per-view finals where it was the Young Bucks and Omega. Yeah. Against John Silver, Mm -hmm. Alex Reynolds, and Kenny, and uh, Adam Page. Yeah. I thought that match was fucking awesome. That match was really good. Um, Again, a lot of raw dog stuff. John Silver gets a really good shine. John Silver gets his fucking head so, taken Silver's off. Silver's hurt now. Is he? Yeah, I saw today. He said he's hurt. Really? Yeah. What did he do? I don't know. Oh. I didn't no, see not that. Silver. Uh, Reynolds. Sorry. Oh, well, that bumps me out because yeah. I love his beard. What yeah, beard. Reynolds is hurt, not John Silver. Oh, well, that bumps me out. But I thought the yeah. ma- that trio's match with the paper was Yeah, it was really fucking good. For awesome. sure. One of the better of the night, for sure. Yeah, really good, man. Yeah. And what a shame because now you're never going to see it Never going to see it again. <laughs> right. Uh, so on Rampage, uh, Ray Phoenix, Blake Christian, kind of like a throwaway so is match. That, am I misremembering? Uh, is, 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 is it the Rikishi driver that Ray uses? Yeah. Yeah, right? It's, it's, it's like a variation. Like a variation. Yeah. yeah. It was real sick in this match. It was good. But it's a squash. Yeah. You know, kind Blake Christian got to do like Christian one or two there. things, but yeah. You know, because I could see that like potentially being a guy down mm-hmm. the road you sign as yeah. like a low end Yeah, there's, I mean, they got like three or four guys like him, but yeah, yeah you know. Um, yeah. Hook. Mm-hmm. I love you, Hook. Um, I actually don't remember what he did. He, uh, two it was point just a promo. 2.0 confronts him. Oh, yeah, because uh, Daddy Magic uh, says that uh, we want to taste the title. Yeah, right. 
Dude, I could watch fucking Matt Menard uh, videos. You need to send me that Twitter I account. I couldn't find it. Fuck. I tried to find it. I couldn't. If anybody's out there who has the link that knows the account, I saw it happen twice where they did the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society promos, but zoomed in oh to only God, be on Matt dude. Menard through the whole thing. So you saw all his reactions when he wasn't talking and he was cutting the promo. <laughs> just talking to him. I tried and so hard to find it, best, and I couldn't find it. Um, uh, he, they, uh, I'm going to say this. I know everybody really likes Hook. Hook is cool. I'm 2.0 on this in this battle here. It's hard not to be, man. Yeah. They fucking rule. Right. Um, I did you see the the uh, little like adver- advertisement with 2.0 hyping up their Canada shows coming up mm-hmm. and uh, it being at the Coca-Cola Coliseum? Yeah, <laughs> it's just Hilarious. God, they're the best, absolutely. Which uh, all out uh, the pre-show, yeah, had Hook versus Angelo Parker. It did um, match was fine. Hook you know, a competitive match. Yeah, probably his most competitive match so far. Hook wins, yeah, obviously. Of course he does. Uh, Menard jumps from, him. Well, Menard yeah. jumps him outside right. or after the match. And uh, Action fucking Bronson jumps yep. into the ring. Right. And starts tossing fools. Action Bronson, huge wrestling guy. Apparently in a match. They said he's they've teasing they're going to be in a match. Yeah, so. he's a huge wrestling guy. Yeah. Uh, his nickname is Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> That's funny. So um, okay. I've seen videos of him literally suplexing people off the stage before. Sure. So well, whatever, dude. That's yeah, a fun little not? thing. Get yeah, a nice yeah. little pop at uh, For sure. what's called Grand Slam, right? Yeah. Um, we'll go back to Rampage. Ortiz and Ruby mm-hmm. against Sammy and Tay Mello. Yeah. So this is a rematch from their match from last week. And they're getting a three, a rubber a rub a match well, on the pay-per-view. So uh, Ortiz and Ruby Riot win this match. Yeah. Which then means, oh, well, now that we beat you after you used chicanery to beat mm-hmm. us, now we want a shot at your AAA mixed right. tag titles. Sure. Uh, which leads to on the pre-show. Yeah, I love the way this pre-show started. Yeah, like RJ City interviewing Sammy mm-hmm. and Ty, uh, and then Sammy getting run the fuck down by the yeah. golf cart. Right. Um, them just wrestling in their gear. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruby dressed up as Bull Nakano. Yep. Sammy dressed or Sam uh, Ortiz. Ortiz dressed up as Aja Khan. Right. Real cool. You yeah. called that out, which was great. Yes. Um. Sammy dropping Ruby Ride on her fucking neck sure was gross. Did. Yeah. Uh, you didn't see it when it initially happened. Nope, I turned around to grab my drink. Yeah, but me, Joe, yeah. and Chuck were all just, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, real bad. Ruby getting her fucking nose smashed by oh, yeah. Ty Conti. And so this real was a, this bad. Was my, a note I had from the Rampage show uh, that can cross over into the pay-per-view is they need to decide what they're doing with, with Ty because – she doesn't look good in these matches. She's the king of strong style. Uh, living up to the name. She, she looked better on the pay-per-view. Rampage, she was sloppy as shit. Uh, and, like, she hasn't worked in a while. She was They were working a lot of stuff with her and Anna Jay. And she yeah. was in the ring a bunch. And they sort of dipped out of that. And now she's just there to suck face with Sammy. Um, but, like, if they're going to have her in the ring, get her to tighten her shit up. And I'm not saying, like, from a safety standpoint. I'm not like, oh, they're hurting people. I don't give a shit. Uh I mean, like, she looks like shit in these matches. I saw it was the, the Sammy drop on Ruby was worse. Yeah. That was bad. Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but, like, she just she looks like she hasn't wrestled regularly in a while. And figure out what you want to do with her and, and yeah. let's do it. So Yeah. Uh, back on Rampage, you had that FTR promo where they get cut off mm-hmm. by Sanjay Dutt. Sanjay Dutt's been actually kind of good. He has been really good. Um, and Motor City Machine Guns and shit. And yeah. it's just all talk. And then Sammy... Or um, 
Sanjay mentions Bald yeah. FTR's daughter. Yes. And Bald FTR fucking snaps, which right. that's what you're supposed to do. Right. <laughs> and the interesting about this, too, and that leads to something on the pay-per-view, but uh, what bothered me and I hate I, – I, I like Wardlow a lot. I think Wardlow's really grown and I like his promo on Dynamite a lot. We're going to talk about that. But when the Motor City Machine Guns are talking – and Wardlow is like not paying attention and goofing off in the ring. I'm like, fuck you. Because these guys aren't on the roster and they're supposed to be a threat brought yeah. in by Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt. And if you're in, and I'm not saying like knock your knees like you're scared, but like FTR is like, let's fight right now. And Wardlow's like, these losers, who cares? And I'm like, dude, please treat it seriously. Yeah. Like just, just act like, cause like Alex Shelley is a really good fucking wrestler. Absolutely. And like, I just, love Alex just act like, you know, we all know you're going to beat these guys. Act like you're at least ready to fight right now. Not like a, cause he's like leaning on the ropes, looking at the crowd going like these losers, who cares? And it goes back to like the Sammy and Eddie thing and what Jericho always says, but like, Come on, like just don't completely bury your guy before sure. you get into a ring with him, please. Like, just it just I was just like, come on, Wardlow, man, come on, you know you ain't that fucking tough. Come on, Wardlow, man. Yeah, FT, um, FT Wardlow, <laughs> which yeah leads to the six man on the pay per view. Yeah, uh, Amanda, Amanda, Amanda FTR, FTR Warrior comes yes. out, <laughs> which we were all having such a good time really? when that happened. Right. And uh, I like how Joe had to explain what was going to happen to Michelle because uh-huh. she's like, this is dumb. This Why is he wearing this shirt? Right. Joe's like, here's what's going to happen. Right. And it, it literally happens. Exactly. She comes out after the match, snaps the pencil. Uh-huh. Huge pop. Huge we're pop. all having a good time. Right. Because uh, Sanjay has the shirt, fight like a loser. Yeah, or something. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, Amanda FTR. What's your name, little girl? Amanda. <laughs> Amanda what? Amanda FTR. Do a cartwheel, honey. honey. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Will forever be one of my favorite things that ever happened in professional wrestling. Is. And whenever you bring a child out, particularly a little girl, I'm their name is always Amanda. It's, a, it's always Amanda. It's Amanda, whatever the name yep. of the person. She has to do a cartwheel. And she has to do a cartwheel. It's just what it is. <laughs> it's just so. it's just amazing <laughs> bullshit. Uh, the end of Rampage: Ricky Starks versus QT Marshall. Yeah. Who gives a shit? What a waste of a main event. <laughs> like, who? I like that like Starks has the factory locked in the back room. Yeah. Like, that shit's funny. He beats up QT backstage, but it's a waste of fucking airtime. It's a, it's a waste of time. Um, it, you've actively, at this point, hurt Starks, I think. Yeah, because uh, pay-per-view was Hobbs versus Starks, mm-hmm. and it didn't go long. Mm-hmm. And Hobbs won. Right. Which you kind of say, like, yeah, he should win. Mm-hmm. You know, baby faces shouldn't always win. It just much it's bigger one on one, like Ricky. It, you can't. Right. It's just you know? clear that I guess they're not continuing this. Like, see, I think they are. You think they are? You don't think? Yeah, they're move, I, I try to move Hobbs up with this. No, I, I think. Well, I mean, who knows with reshuffling of things now? Because to me, when you have Hobbs beat Starks like he did dominantly, it was a good match, but like still a clean, dominant win. To me, that makes it look like they want to put Hobbs in a different position and. Starks is was the way it was the step over to get there, it, and it could. But I think there's still a lot of story left to tell. Did they do anything on the dynamite? They didn't. Right? No, no. So which we'll I wonder maybe Rampage. Maybe I don't know. Um. So we'll just move on to all out now because Rampage is done. Uh, yeah. pretty sure you had Pack versus Kip Sabian. Uh, this match did nothing for me. Yeah, and what's the point of Kip it's Sabian just, here if he's just gonna he's fucking just gonna lose, lose and then. 
talk to his right. box. Right. Has no tie into United Empire like everybody thought it was going to be. No. Talks to his fucking box like it's like it's Al Snow with head. Yeah. Uh, and loses to, like, as he should. But, like, come on. There's just nothing. They're just dead in the water. Yeah. And then OC comes out on the stage to confront Pac. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I think that was going to go one way. Plans have changed. Plans have changed because on Dynamite. They can still go that way, though. Eventually, but on Dynamite, um, you know, mm-hmm. Tony Khan announces the titles are vacated, the world yes. title and the trios, um, and you get Death Triangle versus Best Friends you do. for the trios title on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um, match what I thought was really good. Death Triangle gets the win, not the way I would have fucking went. Nope. And we were kind of texting. We uh, were texting more than we normally do during the shows my, last night. My first, the first match for the titles you just vacated, everybody, you won't talk about it, but everybody knows why. Yeah. And not that Death Triangle is not great and not that people don't like it. Taking nothing away from them. But I think you give that crowd a win and something to feel good about yep. by putting it on, by giving OC his first ever belt. Yeah. And, you know, in tough times in the past, in the pandemic era, the best friends and Santana Ortiz did a lot of fucking heavy lifting to get you through that fucking pandemic. And they got to thank you, but they never got a full on reward no. for it. And it's upsetting. And pack. Again, and I'm fine with it. I like those guys a lot. He's now the first ever double champ, like two champ at the same time. But Pax also come and go unless they've yeah. made the decision not to. And he can fly back and forth week to week if he wanted to. That's a hard fucking flight to make. He doesn't have to be on TV every week. No, he doesn't. Uh, but he, the belt, that, that, that all-Atlantic belt is meant for him to be when he's abroad. He can go and wrestle and defend it. And AEW can show it and sort of grow an international flavor. Now he's going to have to be, unless they're just going to bury the titles. But, like, these titles were going to be a big fucking deal until all do this you, shit happened. I think, think Best Friends fits the getting it in front of audiences and getting people to go fucking crazy for it every week. I agree. Because OC has gold around his waist. Do you think OC can beat him for the belt, for the all wearing title at Grand Slam? Uh, I think that that's probably the way they were going initially anyway. Um, because, you know, I mean, the title's cool, but whatever. Uh, I think OC needs a belt. Not doesn't need a belt, but I think he should get one. I think crowd people really like it. I love him. And then you can put package that belt in a new OC figure, and he'll have a belt. Um, yeah. So I I think he probably could. Yeah. Uh, but I don't. But then what do you do with OC? Do you send OC overseas to defend the belt, or is it just the Maybe. fourth belt on regular TV? It's a weird position. Yeah. I'd much rather see OC and the best friends with push the pack. OC singles thing you can move you can you can place that back in any fucking time you want people are gonna like yeah. it I would put best friends with the trios titles and put it in front of people working everybody like but like no real competition you don't have to do give bear country and fucking somebody give you know butcher and blade and somebody blah 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 who by the way are only on the on dark in fucking buffalo that's a mistake but um <laughs> But, you know, I think you do it that way. But, again, not my company. They can do whatever they want. Well, I'll, I'm along for the ride. We'll see what they do. Because as long as OC's on TV and wrestling, I can't actually complain. Yeah. I wonder, too, maybe you send Death Triangle, like, down to Mexico. You know? Could. There are already big draws down there. Sure. Have those belts be visible for whatever show is coming yeah. up. You know, mm-hmm. just a thought. Right. Um, Eddie Kingston, Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah. The, the the best match on the pre-show, if not the best match of the night. What a fucking banger. Right. It, it, not a ton of time. The 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 DC match was better because it was given as much as they needed to give. Yeah. Uh, but these guys fucking crushed it. Uh, the crowd was going insane crowd for going it. Insane. We were going insane uh, for it. Arguably the best pay-per-view pre-show match of all time. 
100% on any, any company. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, this fucking ruled. Uh, Ishii's chest turned fucking purple. Uh, Eddie's throwing good strikes. They're beating the shit out of each other. Uh, and uh, it, it was awesome. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. Uh, there was a one little miscommunication, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. It was fucking awesome and could arguably be the match on the entire show, the best match. Uh, and any any uh, wins with the fucking Tenru Northern Lights bomb and even yells out uh, the name of the move. Sure does. The, I'm 53 years old. <laughs> God bless him. Um, so, so the main show mm-hmm. uh, for All Out, the ladder match. Um, I thought it was like okay while it was happening. Yeah. That weird Cesaro spot where he had like the three ladders and, and that. Tried to just, shove him over. It didn't work. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Weird stuff. Doug was giggling. He was. <laughs> the, the time, the, I don't know how much I love the countdown shit on those ladder matches. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. Uh, she's fine. All right. Wednesday's yelling. Um, but, um, I, uh, I, I, I don't love the time entry kind of thing. That's a little wonky. Um, but uh, I do. Yeah, I thought I was gonna start off like a Money in the Bank where everybody's in the ring. Yeah, everybody's in the ring. That makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, but I guess to stretch it out, I don't know. They had some good spots and stuff. Uh, I think everybody knew who the Joker was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't know how they were gonna get. Well, I don't know the how they, they were did. gonna get there. Uh, but so you get a bunch of masked individuals come down, climb the ladder, take the thing down. <laughs> uh, it's revealed that Stoke is taking the thing down. Uh-huh. And uh, that comes a man in a white mask, and the the the, the uh, sympathy for the devil plays, uh-huh. uh, and he's disguising how he walks and how he moves. We all know it's MJF, sure, uh, but it's an interesting finish. He the devil holds the chip, which we'll figure, find out when he's gonna do what he's gonna do with it later. Uh, seemingly here, these guys are aligned with MJF, maybe as the new pinnacle, and that's what Stoke was building on MJF's behalf. Yeah, become dynamite. Seemingly, they were just hired by MJF. Yeah, because they don't I, I, I don't do know for anything. sure, but I fucking hate AEW, who does the, well, I'm just going to have hired goons left and right. Like, the pinnacle was that, and then fucking uh, Andrade shit is him just paying people to be yeah. a part of shit, and, like, Matt Hardy was paying people for one-off shit, and I'm like, please stop. Like, no, everybody can't do that shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's a little beat. It's a little beat, beat up, so, like, I was like, oh, is this... MJF has new people around him, and it's this awesome stable that Stokes been building. That's incredible. Yeah, uh, you know, you get green-haired Lee Moriarty. Uh, I loved him screaming into the camera. Do, you just got knocked the hell doing out doing the last Chris night. Tucker thing. That was made me real happy. Right. Uh, but yeah, Stokes socking motherfuckers. Yeah, interesting. It, weird to see where it's going to go. That's we'll secure, see. That, that producer who may or may not have been on the LVAC show. Yeah, the, yeah, Mike yeah. uh, Jung Lee. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, interesting. Um, I I like the idea of this sort of being the new pinnacle with with MJF, uh, but I also understand if maybe you plan to change, and you don't want him to have change. a bunch of cronies around him. Yeah. I still think it'll work, uh, but I think it. I think then Stoke needs to recruit one more person. It, the 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 group felt like it needed a heavy hitter. That's why MJF makes uh-huh. sense there. Now they don't really have a heavy hitter. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so we'll this see can this can her. die a death like the Andrade front office shit did. Uh, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, next you had Jade She-Hulk Cargill. Yes. Against Athena. Uh, you know, say what you want about Jade. We've said a lot of things, good and bad and great. Um, 
say we will about Athena. I don't, I don't like the wings, but whatever. Uh, I, I like Athena. I think the case could be made for Athena to win the title here. Uh, she doesn't, which is fine. Uh, and like I said, say what you want about Jade. She nailed that fucking pump kick. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she laid it in there. She actually hit it this time. She yeah. did. She missed it last time, so uh-huh. she hit it twice as hard this but time. how you're supposed to do. Uh, I like the She-Hulk cosplay. Uh, I hope, I, I think that the long dark hair was just for the cosplay. I like her better with like the white or short hair. Yeah. I think she likes it better. She put on Twitter, like how do girls with long hair deal with it, but it's cool. It's topical. Um, they probably could have just you know, She-Hulk, which is very good if you're not watching it. it. The CGI at times, I get it. A little questionable, whatever. Get over it. Uh, but they could have very easily Lou Ferrigno'd Jade Cargill to be She-Hulk on the show. <laughs> Um, but it requires a little bit more acting than just going, than just going, like Lou Ferrigno did. And I love Lou Ferrigno, but, um, yeah, that, you know, it was fine for what it was. Jane laid her shit in. She sure did. So we'll see. Um, next we had the tag title match, Swerving Our Glory against the Acclaimed. Right. The controversial, I think as we could all say the shocker of the night. Yeah. For how good it was. Was really good. I thought it was like, I'm like, okay, this will be a fine match. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everybody brought their fucking working boots in this For sure. one. Yeah, it was really uh, good. The crowd fucking loves the acclaimed. Yeah. They love daddy ass. Big time. Um, I've been saying it, I feel like, for fucking six months. I was like, it's coming. Yeah. You ain't going to stop the acclaimed. Mm-hmm. I said they're going to be coming out of that face tunnel sooner or later. Yeah. And obviously they are. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the act is too popular. Right. It's too good. It's the same thing that happened with John Cena. Mm-hmm. And did you see John Cena posted a picture of Max Caster on his Instagram? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He posted a picture of him with Keith Lee up on his shoulders. They said Cena loves him. Oh, like, yeah. You know? Because like they say, oh, you're doing Cena's gimmick or whatever. But Cena's like, fuck that. He's, yeah, right. he's good. Right, uh, right. I thought the match was great. Yeah, the match man. was really good. Um, Good for these dudes for really and putting on the work of on, on Dynamite, Tony Khan did the best thing he could ever possibly do and have Caster get jumped before he can get put out a fucking rap. What a fucking right. move. It was such so a smart good, move. man. So funny. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, everybody all day was like, can't wait for Max uh-huh. Caster. Right. He even posted the picture of the microphone like before they went out. And yeah, Swerve coming in and interrupt them just gets so much mm-hmm. fucking heat on him. Yeah. Uh, and they announced it's going to be those uh, two teams again at um, – Grand Slam. Arthur Ashe, yeah. Which the week before we go to we see him in Philly. You gotta put it on the acclaim. I think you do. You uh, have I know to. it was incredibly awkward in that fucking media scrum with the with that question being asked. Uh and you know, swerving their in their glow or whatever. Uh, uh they're very good. I like both these guys. Uh, I think in absence of some people, there's some openings that these guys can get put into. You have to Put the belts um, on them, yeah, and you have to have Swerve turn on Keith. Lee. Yeah, right, has to happen. Uh, Swerve's ready to right, to and then boss right, out. and then you work a little program with him and Keith Lee, and then Swerve's off to the fucking races. And Keith ain't no slouch either. No, of course Keith not. Wardlow will be really fucking good. Yeah, let's get some hot shit. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the fans are telling you you can. I just I don't think in your right mind you can deny it. Yeah, doesn't have to be a big run. No, but it's time. It's time. But sometimes to. the fans are going to tell you something. And that, go with it. and that crowd in Chicago told you, and then that crowd on Dynamite fucking told you. And that crowd in New York's going to tell you. Right. It's, so, like, it's, it's not a fluke. It's not just a Chicago thing. It's no. not London hijacking the show and making a star at a Fandango. <laughs> uh, it's this. It's, it's, it's time it's, to make this it's, happen. Yeah, yeah, it's time. Uh, and uh, Caster's good. 
uh, Bowens is really yeah, good. Yeah, Bowens, like, Caster, that was probably the best yeah, match I've for seen sure. him work. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Bowens is Bowens awesome. is really good. He's so really good. good. They're going to be at Pandora's Box next year, they announced. I saw that. Like March or something. Part of, me, part of me, I'm like, oh, man, if the figures are out by then, that'd be cool. Yeah. Because everybody loves the acquaintance. Mm-hmm. Now, if it was them and Daddy Ass. If Billy Gunn was there, <laughs> if I got to get a picture scissoring Daddy Ass. I love that, Michelle doesn't like it oh she was so grossed out when i was watching it last <laughs> night she was like what did they just say yeah, and i was like scissor me daddy scissor ass. me daddy ass it's the number one selling t-shirt <laughs> it sure is uh tony storm wins the women's title she does uh not my second choice third choice maybe i don't know tied for second uh, definitely not my first choice yeah and it wasn't the crowd's first choice either because guess who was the only one who kept getting multiple chances in that match Jamie, Jamie fucking hater. hater. Jamie hater. Hater hives buzzing, baby. Uh, but I, I get it. I get I it totally too. Get I get it. it. It's the right. It, it's in the moment. I, I get it. it's the right decision that she's a bigger name and a star, and you need to figure something out. And the her Rosa return, you know, has a little bit of storyline behind it that they can milk for thunderstorm and whatever. Yeah. Uh, feel bad for everybody who bought those fucking t-shirts. Um, but uh, it's Y two AJ all over. Right. Again. But I but I would put it. I would have put it on hater, and that's fine. Uh, but you know, Britt pulls Hater off the win in this match, and yep. seemingly on Dynamite that their Hater walk, Hater flips yeah, out. Yeah, that clip. Yeah. So they're they're walking. They're they're finally walking away on that. And I think if you're not going to put the belt on Hater and do it that way here, I think Hater Britt becomes the program. She beats Britt, and then the next step is a title. Yeah, it's gonna be real cool when Hater joins the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh Claude. Claudilio on AEW Unrestricted. Who? Claudilio. Oh, Claudio. I was like, who the fuck is uh, that? Mentioned Serena Deeb as joining the Michael no, Combat fuck Club. Off. He also mentioned how he's best friends with Sheamus and loved working with him. So, oh yeah, they're they're real good friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After he won the ROH title, yeah. him and Sheamus were hanging out like right. the next day. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, and then on Dynamite, Tony Storm. Uh, she beat somebody I can't remember who she beat. Oh, Penelope Ford. Oh, yeah, Penelope Ford. Yeah, because that's when uh, Kip Sabian came out and Tess said, Man in the Box. I like that song. Remember yeah. that song? Yeah. And I was like, you're the actual right. coolest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so then, that was actually a good match, too. The ending was abrupt, but Storm, Storm Penelope Ford was good. Yeah. It was actually I thought, good. I thought the so ending too. was out of nowhere, but not in like a oh shit way. It was just like, oh, that's the end. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was really good. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Penelope Ford is A-plus gear on Penelope Ford. <sighs> She, yeah, she's got some all timer gear going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a controversial Penelope Ford statement. You want me to make it right here? I don't know. Okay, Penelope Ford is Scarlett Bordeaux done right. Think about that one. All right, I'll give you that. Oh, uh, I guess. Um, yeah, Christian Cage, Jungle Boy. Yeah. Ain't really a match. Because Christian's hurt. We'll find out afterwards. Yeah, well, he comes out with a big brace yeah, on his arm. Right. Which I did um, not notice when we were watching that yeah. pay-per-view. So he's hurt. Apparently, he has a torn tricep as yep. well. Yeah. Um, but Jungle Boy comes out. Get that million-dollar fucking payday, and you're out for nine months. <laughs> Smart man. You've worked everybody, even Absolutely. Tony Khan. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, or Luchasaurus jumps him, jumps Jungle Boy. I, right. I, I I think this. I wonder if it is the pivot. Yeah, because Christian's hurt. Right. Yeah, Just yeah. have Christian be the top, the mouthpiece yeah. for Luchasaurus. Not, have those two feuds. It's now. not the most natural thing because Luchasaurus was back with Jack Perry, who's who's he's like you're not facing Jungle Boy, you're yeah. facing Jack Perry. Um. So, uh, the thing that bothered me was that Luchasaurus never went back to the green. 
He always stayed in the black. Yeah. Which is weird because those are his heel colors. And maybe they can sort of backwards say that was always the plan. It definitely wasn't. There's definitely the pivot, but it's like, oh, we can make this work. People aren't going to question it too bad. It's shocking. Makes sense, you know. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that could work. I thought there was a point where before uh, Jungle Boy uh, almost got fucking uh, – push through the stage like a fucking colander uh yeah dude because that's the pyro stage yeah and like you saw all the burns oh, on yeah. his back Ugh. um i thought he was gonna tear off luchasaurus he like he looked like he was going for the eyes i thought he was gonna tear oh. i thought they were gonna tear off luchasaurus's mask and that's where this was going like jungle boy yeah. done like jack because he's sort of saying jack, jack yeah. jungle boy doesn't really exist it's gonna be jack perry yeah. and if there's no jungle boy why do you need a fucking dinosaur, need a dinosaur so you yeah. pull the mask off and he's not a dinosaur or whatever that didn't happen but uh you know, sadly, you can't, and you know, Jungle Boy addresses this on Dynamite, but like, you can't just hold off and continue. You can't do Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus for nine months until Christian's back to wrestle. No, but you have to do it now. But you have to do it now, and then Jungle Boy has to move on, and you'll yeah. figure it out, and then you'll you can roll back, back around to it eventually, right? Um, but without either of them, without either of them in play in that feud, Luchasaurus is not going to be on fucking TV. No. Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson. Yes. The Lionheart versus the American Dragon. Right. Uh, I thought it was good. Yeah, I, I didn't it was think good. it was great. People complained about it, like, oh, because they're wrestling next week again. That's and the fuck why. People were like, like, oh, well, hopefully it's better than the last one. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, Jericho did just get better pants because yeah, they, they they his, his ass yeah. was hanging out the whole sure time. Sure was. And it, that's distracting. Right. Sorry. It just yeah, is. Sure. But I thought it was okay. It was all right. Um, I liked it just fine. Yeah, you had Sting. Uh, I think Joe said while we were watching it, uh, like, Jericho tries to be the Jericho of old, and it's it's commendable, but he's not. Yeah, he also said I would let Brian Danielson do whatever he wants to be in a wrestling ring, because I would trust him. (laughs) Right, exactly. Um, You had Sting, Darby, and Miro against House of Black. Yeah. Um, Again, this is, you know, fine. Um, I liked Sting. Like, no selling getting kicked in the face. Mm-hmm. And then eventually he hits the mist right. on B- Malachi Black, which I was like, that it from his friend, the great Muda. rules. Yeah. I was like, oh, what's that? Take the fucking coolest wrestler in the world and make him even cooler. Right. What a shocker. Yeah. Uh, and then that's where Malachi, they, it wasn't on TV, but when he was walking out, he like bowed on the stage and blew a kiss to the crowd yeah. and stuff. So right. that was kind of his farewell. Yeah, for now, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, and then you have the main event. CM Punk, John Moxley. Yeah. Um, Punk wins. Right. Punk gets color. Moxley doesn't, which I thought was like. Super weird. Wild. Punk, Punk comes out in the white tights. Yeah, which, which automatically all yeah. of us were like, oh, well, he's bleeding. Mm-hmm. And you like, you, I think you said, you go, yeah, CM Punk, I forgot how good of a bleeder he is. He's a really good bleeder. He, he can bleed. For he, sure. He's got that down to a science. Yeah. Um, I thought the match was good. I thought it was really good. You yeah. know, it was a right. good main event. Yeah. Crowd was like. Not split, but you know, it was just like, yeah, they were cheering for Moxley a bit. But as the match went on, it just got full CM Punk. Yeah, you know, of course. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. Right decision was made. Yeah, uh, right. That's what I wanted. Yeah. Mox had a great run. He'll have that belt a bunch more times before he's done. Uh, more on that in a bit too. But like, yeah, I thought it's good. Yeah, there's you know, yeah, whatever. Punk wins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then at the end, they show the little, like, they play the voicemail from Tony Khan right. and MJF saying, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll pay you whatever amount of money, right. be it all out. They show the clip of the famous punk promo from ROH mm-hmm. with, like, you know, you stupid old man, I'm yeah. a snake. Right. Uh, and then MJF finishes with the promo with I had the devil himself. Right. He comes out, the roof blows off the fucking building. Mm-hmm. 
huge MJF chance. Yeah. Um, Doug pointed this out, and I thought this was perfect. Mm-hmm. He thought MJF went a little too much. You didn't need to flip off the crowd. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to say, that belt's coming home with me. Just the motion of the belt. Mm-hmm. That's all he had to do. Right. And like, Doug, Doug, like, he said, well, I go, dude, it makes so much sense. Yeah. And he said, he goes, less is more. Well, that's MJF's problem, right? He he knows what, what he, he he knows what what he needs to do. He knows what a heel does. He's He knows what heels have done in the past that he could take from. But he always just does a little too much. Yeah, didn't His he? His promos yeah. are a little too long yeah. when only maybe half of them are actually really good. You know, he just, he sits in stuff a little too long, whether he gets caught in the moment or gets starry-eyed. Because he's a young guy who's a big fucking star. Uh, and, yeah, he, you know, just sort of, yeah. Less yeah. is more. Yeah. And then, obviously, the post show we went over, chaos ensued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, everybody was waiting for Dynamite last night. Right. Uh, the most anticipated Dynamite. The numbers out, it's got, it. this had to do a 90 million fucking viewers. Everybody in the it country It was over a million watched, again. Yeah. Everybody yeah. in the country watched this fucking show. Um. You know, they addressed it right at the beginning. Right. Tony, Tony Khan was right. just, you know. The right way. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, due to the events of what yeah. happened. Right. World titles vacated. Trio titles are vacated. Right. Trio's match. He caught some ha- booze. Which I like it's going to happen. He was forced to vacate the titles. Smart. Very smart. Force your hand. Right. You know, we already went over what happened with the Trio's yeah, yeah. title. Says the world titles, we're going to have a tournament right. for it. It's a tournament of champions. It is, yes. Um, Moxley and Jericho get a bye right. to the semifinals. The other matches are going to have Brian Danielson versus Hangman and Adam Page mm-hmm. and Darby Allen versus Sammy Guevara. Right. Immediately, I'm fucking mad because there's no one against it. That was so. My thought, <laughs> like for real, I'm thinking like the 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 recover the the right way to recovery is it is put the belts on people that the crowd are going to go banana for, right? Eddie and Kingston, Eddie. So and Eddie, because here's the thing: you can go a bunch of different ways with this, right? And they still can. I don't know that they are. But in 1992, the WWF was in a really bad position with their world title. Ric Flair was leaving. Uh-huh. And they put the belt on Bret Hart at a fucking house show yeah. that wasn't released until the Coliseum video release of it. Saskatchewan. <laughs> and it was unexpected, but they had enough trust in a guy and they knew he had enough fans behind him that they could do that. And history was fucking made. Yeah. Right? And he has it for a few months. Don't even, it goes. It's the end of '92 through a, a chunk of '93. I'm pretty sure. What was up, no up to WrestleMania nine where the Hogan shit? Happened. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's just a couple months yeah. in there. So I think that would have been more of the right thing. And they can still do it with Sammy, unfortunately. But I don't think you do that. I think it's got to go on a baby face. Yeah, I think you need to, you need a win for the crowd, and they have to cheer. And for me, when I do the math, when to steal a line from Joe Spoles, when I do my gazintas, uh, Eddie Kingston with that belt is a shock. Yeah. And everyone in the crowd is going to fucking you, love can it. Can you imagine if Eddie were to win at a Grand Slam? Right. Ugh. Everybody will lose their goddamn minds. I get why you don't from a from like a pro wrestling put t- champions in their perspective, sure. Uh, but Eddie in there, uh, goddamn, is that you know, like a cooler way to go. And like, so it's a tournament of champions, right? And like, sadly, Hangman was champion. He doesn't get a buy for some reason. I think because Jericho, no, Jericho only had the belt once. Right. Mox had it twice. Right. So I get so, him and he was just champ. He just lost it. Yeah. But it's I like, don't know. you know, if you're going to do it, do 
Your two most recent champs. Do your two most recent champs. Yeah. And then four people who have never held the belt, and then you could push somebody through. But again, not my business. That's armchair booking. But I, Eddie needs to have that fucking title because I, I just need a good cry. Give me the semifinal match where it's supposed to be, we already know who it is, we're not going to say it, mm-hmm. versus Moxley. Yeah. Have Moxley get jumped. Yeah. Have Eddie come out and take his place. Mm. Have have that match. Ooh. Have Eddie win it. Ooh. And then Eddie versus uh, whoever I, I the main would, event at Grand Slam. I would love that. <laughs> oh, my. But I, that's a pretty wild thing they would do. That'd be pretty fucking wild. You want, let's get fucking nuts. I mean, let's get, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. We'll see. Everything should be on the table right now. That's I agree. So I agree. Uh, the show, though, after that, MJF comes out. Oh, Jericho spoils who he's wrestling. Well, that's not, oh, yet, that's not yet. Okay, no, because MJF comes out yeah, yeah. with the Josh oh, Allen right. jersey. They're in Buffalo. You know, cutting the baby face. Oh, that was great. Oh, it was fun. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, and like you're just waiting for it. Because he's, waiting cause for here's it. the other waiting thing, too. For it. I, I'm waiting, and I'm explaining that to Michelle. Like, he's going to fucking turn. I'm waiting for it. And I'm like, but like Jericho said, you're going to be a baby face now. The crowd's not going to let you. And I was like, man, this is a really good, like. He just, had a crowd in the palm of his right, hand. Right. This is a really good, cliched, but yeah. needed to be, like, baby face promo. And I'm like, now it's maybe, you know. 48 hours ago it wasn't the time but now it might be the time uh like a lot of shit has changed and maybe maybe you have triumphant mjf come into this picture and ride that shit off into the sunset and make everybody happy um and you don't you eventually don't get it uh because mox comes out yeah because mox is just like i see right through your bullshit man (laughs) comes out and cuts probably the best i would say the best promo of his life well yeah he he says to mjf like i see through it Mm -hmm. and if you want to fight we'll fucking fight right right now he's like i'm in no mood you know right uh mjf backs off in in real life mox canceled the family vacation with his wife and newborn tony khan that's one of the favors jericho the other one where tony khan said guys like i know you're supposed to have time off and all this but i need you please yeah and they're both professionals right so that's why they show us um and then yeah mox proceeds to cut the best fucking yeah Promo so of his MJF, life. The MJF turns here, he leaves, wipes yeah. his ass with the jersey, blah, blah, blah. Backs down from, from right, Mox. Right. Yeah. That part was awesome, too. I, I loved everything Max did here. Yeah, I did, uh, too. Mox cuts, I probably, I, honestly, uh, for me, the best promo in AEW for him. Yeah. Just, it's incredible. You know, talking about how much that belt actually yeah. means and how much pro wrestling means. Right. And, you know, I am the ace here. Give me right. the fucking ball. Right. And exactly. Winners want the ball. Yeah. Just from little giants or whatever replacements, I guess, right? But like uh, yeah. dude, it's it just right. It was universally loved. Absolutely. Like if you went on Twitter after that, everybody so was just I, like, I, I saved the thing here uh, from Trevor Dame, uh famed internet guy. Uh it puts some of my thoughts more eloquently than I ever could. Uh maybe I'd do it a little better and before him and don't get the heat, but whatever. Uh that's neither here nor there. But he said and I thought this was really smart. He says the secret sauce to Mox's success uh is more than most in AEW. He feels like he's having the time of his life and doing what he wants to do. Many on the roster seem either unsatisfied with their spot or embroiled in drama. With Mox, you just get a guy having fun. And he says, sometimes people forget that fun is infectious. It's a good t- good thing to see other people having fun. Uh, so it, or it's good thing. It, it's good time to see other people having a good time. And like, that's part of the success of Mox is that he just comes out when he comes out in the crowd, he's happy that he's in amongst his people. He gets to hold the belt. He's yeah. got the good theme song. He's in a way 
Uh, and the crowd thing sort of helps, but in a way DDP-like in that way where, like, the crowd can't help but love him because sure. he, he's out there with them. Uh, and he cuts promos like this and he's just like, I don't want the bullshit. We're building something special here yeah. and people want to fuck that up. I don't want to fuck that up. I want to keep my job. I want to keep having fun. Yeah. I don't want to deal with bullshit. Let's go. Somebody made a tweet, and I, I should have sent saved this or sent it to you, um, saying CM Punk thinks he's like a Terry Funk, Harley Race kind of guy because he right. learned from them. I saw this too. Yes. John Moxley is that guy. Right. He's cut from that cloth. Right. And Absolutely. I saw that and I went, that is fucking brilliant. And that, that is really brilliant. Punk has always felt that way. And listen, like, he spent time right. with Funk. Funk mm-hmm. loves him. Sure. He spent time with Harley. Harley right. loved him. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And like we say, like, it's good that he takes some of that old school mentality mm-hmm. and brings sure. it because it kind of, it's kind of needed. Right. Um, we talked enough we about talked, what happened. Right, 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 right. But I thought that yeah, was like, wow, really that point. fucking that's really clicked. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's Moxley. Absolutely. It's, it's always been Moxley. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, We've already talked about some shit on the show. Yeah, that's fine. Andrade yeah. tries to buy 10 Ugh. from the Dark Order. There's another new dumb mask. Yeah, guy. whatever. Um, Jericho cuts the promo, spoiling the man, the winner of uh, Danielson Hangman. Yeah. Because he said, oh, when I fight Brian Danielson next mm-hmm. week. Way to go, Jericho. But, good point. Jericho in this promo was real fired up. Yeah. Uh, it said, this is my fucking locker room. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, good, man. You know what? Take control. Yeah. You're a veteran. People respect you. Right. Take control if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, also, sub energy. <laughs> um, Wardlow, Tony Nese. Yeah. Wardlow uh, squashes this dude. Yeah, of course he does. Um, was the acclaimed thing before this? Yeah, we, yeah. I liked, it, it already happened. I, I yeah. liked Billy Gunn giving it back to Swerve. I yeah, thought that this was is Daddy fun. Asses. Yeah, this right. is Swerve's this, house. This no Daddy more. Asses house. Daddy Asses house. Uh, Billy Gunn is is having so much fun. Yeah, and like all his friends are he's in surrounded like, with all the young guys. Right. You all, know, all his friends are in leadership roles back in his old company. He's just having a blast. like wearing suits to work, and he's yeah. jacked to the fucking gills. Over as super dude. over, <laughs> having so much fun. And yeah. that's the thing. Like, I mean, I just like watching Billy Gunn because he's having fun. I like seeing him succeed. He's as over as he maybe ever was for a second time and it's pretty Honestly, impressive yeah yeah i mean i don't know if you're gonna reach the one billy gun level no well i was gonna say like he's he might not be surpassing billy and chuck but we'll see what an angle um but yeah Wardlow <laughs> squashes tony yeah. nice cuts that mm-hmm. promo afterwards yeah you know just saying like a lot of people like on the internet are saying i fell off and because you did but part of me is like it ain't his fault no, it's not. You know, so it's why not. even feed into the that? The title's but, cursed. But shit. why even feed into yeah, that? Right. Why even like address yeah. that? Yeah. Just like I want to remind everybody, this is fucking water. That's yeah. all you need to say. Uh-huh. Don't don't. Oh, people are saying I fell right. off. Like, stop, dude. Yeah. And that is AEW's problem. Sometimes they try to lean into the internet shit mm-hmm. a little too much. Right. Like that. The line where Max had it from a couple weeks ago about the talent meeting, mm-hmm. and the crowd didn't react at all because they're like. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know, right. sometimes it's just backing up a bit. Right. Uh, but Brian Danielson versus Hangman Adam Page. <coughs> oh, this is awesome. Yeah, dude, this match was fucking great. Was it the level of like the first two? Maybe not. No, uh, but I still really love this. I liked it a lot. They used to have a ton of chemistry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do think it was a little uh, eat, eat, eat a little shit here, at Hangman Page. Yeah, uh, crowd was. They, I'm not going to say they were booing him out of the building or anything mm-hmm. like that, but they were booing him. 
they weren't as high on them as they usually are. No, yeah, which is sure. which is that could be detrimental. Yeah, absolutely. Because a lot of people love like Omega and the Bucks. A mm-hmm. lot of people love CM Punk, and it's just hey, you're mentioned and your name's being brought up as empty-headed dumb fuck. Right. Like people are gonna start looking at it. Yeah, yeah, a little sure. bit differently. Right. Um, but I thought, yeah, I do agree. It was really, oh, it was good. really good. Um. Somebody said, like, Danielson, like, blew off a handshake or something from Hangman. Really? I didn't notice. I didn't go back didn't and, like, notice. but somebody's like, uh, yeah, he, like, really? didn't shake his hand. Hmm. Which I'm like, mm, that's weird. Whatever. It could mean nothing. It means absolutely. It means something. I'm going to say it means nothing. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but all I know is I need William Regal and Excalibur to be a couple. Yes. You lovely little buttercup, you. <laughs> you cotton candy, you. <laughs> It's the best. It's so weird. I love it so much. So weird. And, and I would be like, oh, that's a little awkward. Yeah. <laughs> and it'd be like, nothing awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm an I'm a eccentric Englishman. Yeah. I can get away with this. Oh, yeah. He's, he's wonderful. Wild. Uh, he's, you're damn yeah. right. And then, yeah, main event, uh, Daniel Garcia mm-hmm. versus Wheeler Yuta. Daniel uh, Garcia. Before the main event, we get King of the Ladder match, Stokely Hathaway. <laughs> Oh yeah, him laying out. I know out we that talked about that guy. Promo. Yeah, uh, but the fact that he's billed as King, King of the Ladder is hilarious. Man. But anyway, oh, yeah, made a joke. Yuta Garcia. Yeah, yeah Yuta Garcia under ROH pure rules, yes. which I didn't really factor too much into it. I think that nah, there was literally the one like the ah, punch, close fist one that was it, and a couple rope breaks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's kind of hard to throw that in front of a crowd that's not used to mm-hmm. that. Yeah, um, but I thought the match was awesome. I, I think love it was this a, match. A bold move to have it. Main event. I yeah. think it's a little bit of a statement to I th- have a main I, event. I, I think this whole show was uh, fuck them, we don't need them. I, I agree. And it felt a little, it felt fresh. Like, as I was honestly, I was a little like, hmm, this is going to be weird. I think this was a, as soon as the Mossy promo yeah. happened, I go, oh, okay. I think this ended up being a better dynamite than, than the last three, four weeks of dynamite. And that's high it praise. Was good. The last three, four weeks of dynamite have been really good. Yeah. Um, yeah, this match was awesome. I love that Garcia calls. The the cloverleaf structure where he does the dragon tamer that's yeah, really cool. That's cool. Um, I saw somebody on Twitter say that he won with a lion tamer, and I wanted to jump down their fucking throats. <laughs> but uh, Jericho doesn't even win with the lion tamer anymore. Uh, but yeah, this was awesome. Yeah. Uh, this was. I'll have to, Peter Garcia got the champions entrance. Right. So he, he, got champion, right. he got the champions entrance. Yeah. They're in Buffalo. Uh, you know this title, the Ring of Honor stuff is weird. Tony Khan yeah. like, at the presser even said like they're not any further. Uh, I don't know that we're ever gonna see. Right. The further it goes, I don't know if we're ever going to say it. Ring of I, Honor. I, I think the I value in Ring of Honor was that first AEW show and the eventual Ring of Honor back catalog. I think you need to I, stop with the AEW Dark or yeah, Dark Elevation. And make it a Ring of Honor. Make a Ring of Honor right. tape. Because I don't think the landscape needs Ring of Honor right now. It doesn't. Because uh, all the guys are on AEW TV. Right. So, like, and you, you run into problems with Claudio being Ring of Honor world champion. Yeah. Well, is he, he's going to lose that to somebody who is on a Ring of Honor show who's not good enough to make it to AEW. Yeah, we talk, yeah. talk about that. It causes too many problems. I think the benefit is a streaming service with the Ring of Honor back catalog with, you know, the, here's where all our stars were. Uh, here's where WWE stars were and that first AEW show. I think the pay-per-views will be nice until they're not – until they stop pulling in any kind of profit and then it'll just go away. I just – I don't see it. Yeah, I don't think I don't the landscape. See, I don't see it. the vision. I don't right think now. with the with how Tony Khan is in a mess running one company. I don't see how Ring of Honor is going to help with that. Um, yeah. So I just I, I I am not hopeful that we see Ring of Honor. And if you don't get it done within a year, people are going to even give less a shit. 
Uh, yeah, it's weird. I think I think Ring of Honor as a brand still needs rehab, and oh, this shit ain't cutting it out. It ain't working uh, necessarily. But this match was really good. Yeah, uh, I'd have to ask Adam Van about how it, how it compared to their their sixty minute draw. Listen, I watched it, but being live, it was a totally different experience. Right. For sure. Uh, but this was really good and good for good for you to interesting to see sort of dragon puts the belt around him and Jericho comes out. Yeah, uh, I, lo- people, I love it, man. A lot I of people are they're speculating doing. they're going to do a, a talent swap and that like kind of wild. You're going to get pissed there? that they that Danielson uh, praises Garcia, and not him. And Jericho is going to be mad that that good same yeah, thing. And yeah. they're going to and Yuta's going to join the JAS and Garcia is going to join Blackpool Combat Club. That'd be a little. That'd be interesting. It'll be interesting, but like uh, knowing the knowing that like they wanted Garcia first backstage, and Jericho threw his weight around and said, "No, I don't see him giving Garcia up that easily, uh, unless he's like, I can't hold this kid back anymore. Yeah, let him go." Uh, but this was really good, man. And I watched this. I was like, "This is a really good fucking show." Yeah. Uh, fuck him. We don't need him. Uh, here's our young talent that can that can carry. Uh, a dynamite to a really good fucking yeah, show. Yeah, it did feel like a little bit of like a like a yeah. shedding skin mm-hmm. a little bit. Right. Um and just to get away from like right. all, and, all of it. And that's another thing too, when these guys come back, like Fans, the, I, fa- listen, they're gonna get pops no right. matter what. But the and question but, behind the scenes is uh how much do I have to make you guys earn it so you know how bad you fucked up? Which is true. You know, are, are they if, gonna if, make him eat a little bit of crow? Right. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? But I think if you can continue to prove while they're away that these young guys fucking got it handled, yeah. then then you can put the you can put the press on some of these old guys a little bit more and say, fucking behave yourselves, act like adults. Yeah, let's uh, be pros. Or all we will fo- there's another there's there's, there's other a crop coming waiting. up. Yeah. They're waiting and you you guys ain't young. Oh, they they're like they're still very talented. Omega's yeah. still a great fucking worker, but these aren't young dudes. No. So like eventually eventually an old guy gets sent out the pasture. So sure. if these young guys can pull it, can if these young guys can hack it, it just makes makes the old guys on their heels a little yeah, bit. So I agree. We'll see what I happens. agree, man. Um hey, are we going back to our our roots that we uh we are haven't done in yes. ages. <laughs> So, excuse me. Um, so I'm going to be camping all this weekend uh, off the grid, Patna. Uh, but I got three matches for us to watch uh, for our watch list. First one in a long time. It's actually going to feel nice not only having to watch three yeah, matches as opposed to shows time. and shows and shows. I'm probably going to. I'm, d- I'm definitely going to be backing off a little bit because I was I was riding that line of burnout a little bit through everything. Uh, I, I haven't been. I've been loving it. Right. <laughs> Um, but, uh, so we're going to do, uh, Tenru because he's got, went in the hospital with cervical injury, uh, chance of sudden death. Hopefully he's doing okay. Eddie Kingston gave, uh, a Tenru inspired performance at sure the pay-per-view did. and made sure, tweeted about other and make sure that Excalibur said it. Uh, you know, Eddie, Eddie has a lot of Tenru in him. Uh, it's always funny to see Eddie. Eddie got that dog. It, it, it's always funny to see Eddie talk because Eddie and I have like the exact same favorite wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Like he said, my Mount Rushmore guaranteed two guys is Terry Funk and Ken Okabashi because everybody else is up in the air. And I completely agree. Like everybody else can change, but I will never pull those two off of, off of my Mount Rushmore. Uh, yeah. He loves Tenru. Uh, lots of people say that it's that Eddie wears the yellow for Kawada. And I think a lot of people misinterpret that it's only for Kawada. 
because anywhere yeah. anywhere's yellow because Tenru wore yellow too. Tenru sure. has like some of my all time favorite boots. I love his yellow and black boots. Yeah, they're nice. Uh so you know, every time Eddie when Eddie started wrestling Japanese wrestlers, he he in in the Ishii stuff especially, like yeah. you were trained by Ricky Choshu and Tenru, and then he'd do the Tenru and Zaguri, yep. and then he wins this match with the Tenru Northern Lights bomb. Uh so we're gonna do Tenru. I have the matches here. Some some classics here. One we think we already watched, but we're not sure. Uh, so two five star matches and a four and three quarter star match. Ain't no nothing wrong there. So hey hey hey, final wrestling place. Yeah, you want to watch some Japanese wrestling? <laughs> right here you go. Here's, right. your, here's some five star shit. So number number three on the list, technically number four, but I didn't want to do, do two jumbo Shiruta matches, so we're gonna do the better one. But number four on the list, Tenru versus Satoshi Kojima. Uh, from July 17th of 2002 from All Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, singles match from the All Japan Summer Action Series. Uh, this is uh, four and three quarter star from fucking Meltzer. Uh, 9.3 on cage match. Not that that fucking matters. It's, it's not necessarily right, but it's easy. It's easy. Number two is Tenru and Kawada versus Stan Hansen and Terry Gordy from December 16th of 1988. I wasn't alive. From the All Japan Real World Tag League. Uh, this thing is five stars, 9.39 on cage match. Uh, listen, uh, I, name me four better names in a match. I don't know that you necessarily can. Uh, it, they're going to kill each other. <laughs> Those are four top two fucking great, names. Yeah, but- uh, I know there's always more better. <laughs> but this is Young Kawada, which is really interesting. Uh, this is Tenru. Stan- like they're just, it's I, just I've seen it's just before, murder. Yeah. I, I, I I've seen all these matches, but Tenru needs our, our thoughts and prayers. Uh, the number one match, uh, Tenru versus Jumbo Sharuda, uh, from what's the sixth month of the year? June, mm-hmm. June fifth, nineteen eighty nine. All Still Japan Super Power Power Series. Uh, this thing is five stars, a nine point four seven. Uh, universally loved. Uh, this is sort of uh, post teaming up uh, Tenru and Jumbo hating each other and making sure the entire world knows it. You're damn right. Uh, it's uh, it's some amazing shit. So those are the matches. They're all on YouTube. I will post them. I haven't done that in a while. Wow. So all can, they're all on YouTube. I checked. Uh, on the this is this is. You know these the 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 Kojima match is grumpy old man Tenru, which is my favorite run of Tenru. Uh, but he's Tenru is is him. Sharuda is like an all timer thing. Sharuda is the ace of all Japan at this point, and they are just it just it's just murder matches. Uh, universally loved and like the precursor to the golden age of all Japan and Japanese professional wrestling. Uh, these guys Tenru. Uh, Tenru leaving all Japan in about three years forces them to push the young guys, yep. and that's sort of the catalyst for the Pillars era of all Japan. Jumbo's health starts failing in in early in the nineties, and he can't. He has to take a backwards roll, back 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 backwards roll isn't the right word, but whatever. Uh, I let you go. That's fine. <laughs> uh, he takes a, he takes a step back, if you will. There you go. Uh, and uh, it facilitates the the pillars coming into prominence. Sure. But Jumbo's still there. Ten was there a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but this is an interesting look, sort of at 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 his his what people consider his prime, and then uh, what I consider his prime when he's a grumpy old man in the early two thousands, beating the shit out of young people. Um. So those that so that's it. Uh, bless you, Tenru. 
Uh, I hope you're doing well. Uh, I love you with all of my heart. Uh, and I hope I'm excited for other people to watch these matches. I hope they do. Uh, Tim, uh, Marcus, uh, I, I, I'm going to demand that you watch at least one of these. Yeah. Uh, pick one. I don't care what one. Pick one and watch Probably it. Probably the Kojima match. Yeah. That Kojima match might be more your flavor, uh, but they're all great. Uh, so pick one and watch it. Uh, uh, Jumbo Sharud is a guy that fascinates me because I know Jumbo. I've seen Jumbo matches. Uh, but I don't quite grasp how important and huge he was. You know him, but you don't. Know and we him. talk about Jumbo Jumbo a lot, and a we lot do. of people talk about Jumbo. And one day I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to the Jumbo Shooter Learning Tree and see what it actually is about. The school of Jumbo. Uh, so, so, super important to Japanese wrestling. So, that's the watch list. Get with it. I'll post them. Tis is, my man. I'm going to try and post them tomorrow before I'm out of service in the woods if you can living off the land if for you can, a I, couple days i could always but, do that, yeah. but i can also just post them monday because that's true shit uh did you buy anything uh i did pal uh yeah we both uh you and i went in on uh the the boss big boss fight studios big boss studios big boss, boss man studios, studios <laughs> boss fight uh ultimo dragons uh, they're calling it a basic kind of. It's not like the their old. It's a basic, but it looks it looks amazing. A little upscale. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. the first sort of classic look Ultimo, the green uh, Ultimo, like with the shoulder pads. Because like yeah. the WWE put out a bunch of figures, but he never had the shoulder pads. Because they really. didn't have the technology, man. Right. <laughs> uh, so they look fantastic. Uh, price point's pretty good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm super excited to get them. I love Ultimo. Uh, so the first sort of of the modern style action figure Ultimo in the classic I look. Wait. I can't Super wait excited for that. that. Uh, I did also order, uh, not wrestling related, but my Ninja Turtles Yusagi Ujimba will be here on Saturday. Sure. Supposedly. Uh, so I'm excited to get that. So stomp a hole in it. Yes. Okay. Stomp the shit. My mailman's <laughs> real nice. I ain't got to worry about nothing. Smitty takes good care <laughs> of my shit. And he loves Bugsy, so it's all good. Bugsy oh, Bugsy ain't gonna be here. Oh, uh, that's true. But uh did I buy anything else wrestling related? No, because I'm trying to save my goddamn money for Power Town. Power Town. And whenever the Terry's two pack fucking drops yeah. and whatever the hell else is happening. Yeah, I didn't buy anything other than the Ultimo. Yeah? yeah. You didn't you didn't jump on the twenty eight hundred studios t shirt? No. No? Okay. I have so much shit. All right. I've, that's what I've been doing yeah. a lot of my vacation is right. just like going through and cleaning a bunch of shit out that I don't fucking need yeah, anymore. So they're still up for pre-order, so I'll probably get yeah, something. Yeah, but I just don't know which one to get. Okay. I can't do all three. Yeah. Right. That's a little insane. Yeah. But I want all three. Oh. I kind of need the Doink and the Crush, though. Mm. And the Crush, not the Razor? I, I have that Scald Hall ECW shirt. Ah, okay. I don't yeah, really need another one. one you know? yeah, that's true. So. Uh, that's it though. All right, yeah, that's. I think that's all I did too, buddy. I can't think of anything else. No, I really got to piss. All right, so let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. This has been We Need Wrestling. You can find us at We Need Wrestling on Twitter and Instagram. We Need Wrestling dot com. We're a proud member of the Sunubi Name Network at STBN Network on Twitter. Sunubi Name Network. You're trying so hard to go fast. Right. <laughs> Network dot Tumblr dot com. Uh, you know, the shows, add, uh, listen to Ad Odds with Wrestling, find out why, why Joe got suspended from Twitter. Oh. Uh, or maybe he's going to cover that on Longbox Heroes or Longbox Heroes. Oh, no, that wouldn't be till next week because he it wasn't until today. So I'm sure. Proper listen I'm order. sure he's covering it. Uh, uh, hit my music, No Chance in Helmet, Wings on Wings, our other podcast, uh, Profane Argument, uh, yada, yada, yada. 
And uh, we'll be back next week with hopefully a less drama-filled but still exciting week in professional <laughs> wrestling. Uh, we'll see about that. Bye, everybody. Bye. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Networks. Now you're off, nerds.